through sheer weight. <laughs> Although I promise you, I, I've got the potential to do that. Um, it was more of a, how can I put it? There's loads of lovely room. It's a lovely press box to work in this. However, because there's a lot of room, you have to stretch quite a long way to get to the sockets underneath the desk. And I was leaning and put a lot of weight on the corner of the chair because I was stretching and pushing down to try and get underneath. And bang! I thought, it was, for a second, I thought, fireworks? But no, it was the destructive power of my backside. And that, if you want to be a T-shirt, I think is a, a cracking idea. But anyway, enough of that. Wrexham against Mill Millwall against Bansfield here at Field Mill, the oldest professional football ground in the world, according to a sign on top of that one of their stands. So we'll talk about that a bit later. I think it's a contentious call, that. But then when you go back to the 1860s, most calls are contentious. Wrexham picking a strong team as well. Interestingly, only one change to the side that played last Saturday and won brilliantly in Notts County, of course. Anthony Ford coming in at right back for Jacob Mendy. And... Mansfield also pitting a pretty strong team, but there's a couple of alterations, only a couple from the sides that lost in the last 16 of the, the, uh, the Carabao Trophy to our next opponents, Port Vale, on Tuesday. Mansfield's first defeat, they equaled the club record, uh, unbeaten run, and then lost to a higher division opponent, so fair play to them. Um, I'll rattle through the teams quickly now and then go through them again near the time. So Wrexham have got Arthur Conquo in goal. The back three will be the same reshuffled back three, which lined up on Saturday. So Ben Tozer in the middle, flanked by George Evans and Tom O'Connor. On the right-hand side will be Anthony Ford, coming back into the team, of course. And on the left-hand side, James McLean. In the middle of midfield, Andy Cannon on either side of him, Elliot Lee and James Jones. And then up front, Sam Dolby continues alongside Paul Mullen. You can have nine subs, of course, in this competition. And it doesn't it show our strength and depth. We've got, what, seven players out injured? And yet our, our, our bench doesn't have any youngsters on it because we've got such strength and depth. And in fact, there's a couple of the unregistered players aren't on it either who could have been selected. So that bench, Mark Howard, Jordan Davis, Luke Young, Ollie Palmer, Bryce Susanna, Will Boyle, Jacob Mendy, Jake Bickerstaff, and Max Kluwer. Now, as for the Mansfield side, they've only made a couple of changes, but the reason I hesitated when I talked about the nature of those changes is that they have also made a quite drastic positional change. So, Jordan Bowery, a player who's made much of his reputation as a striker, has been outstanding for them as a right-back, getting forwards and really looking threatening. He was excellent against us when we played here last month. But he's gone to his more familiar position up front, which will be interesting. Apart from that, not that many changes. Christy Pym is having an outstanding season. He is in goal. Callum Johnson comes in at right back. And the centre-backs are Aidan Flint and Lewis Brunt. Bailey Cargill played as a centre-back against us. He's shifted over to the left-back position. In midfield, it's kind of a diamond. Lewis Reed is the anchor behind Aaron Lewis and Ollie Clark, who was a transfer target for Wrexham uh, a year or so ago. Davis Keeler Dunn, an ex-Wrexham player and having an, another player having an outstanding campaign, is going to play behind the two strikers, Bowery, and alongside him, Reese Oates. Interesting one, Reese Oates. 
Oh, thank you, Colin. As he comes with Matty, good man. Uh, Reese Oates, a player who has established himself as a, a good goal scorer at these levels. He's coming back from injury. Nigel Clough, the Mansfield manager, suggested that he would not be back to fit ready to start a game until next Tuesday. Um, but here he is. So that's a, an interesting uh, little, maybe a little bit of a subterfuge from Nigel Clough, Brian's son, of course. Uh, so he plays up front. The subs for them, Scott Flinders, Stephen McLaughlin, George Maris, Callum McDonald, James Gale, George Cooper, Will Swan, Finn Flanagan and Hiram Boateng. So quality on their bench as well. I was really impressed by Maris when Wrexham played up here. And also Callum McDonald, who plays at left back, is a good quality player. Stephen McLaughlin is the other player alongside Reese Oates that Clough said wouldn't be ready to start a game today. He is on the bench. So Slight a... change too. That's very much to put across it. Mikhail Abdullah is now on the bench for them instead of Hiram Boateng after the uh, warm-ups. So Boateng is... Withdrawn through illness, no longer on the bench. Mikhail Abdullah will now replace him. I, sorry, I totally misheard you because I, I thought you said Keela Dunn had dropped down to the bench, and I was like, "Now that's a that's an orthodox." Talk about talk about mind games. Taking your best player off and sticking him as a sub seconds before the game begins. Right, okay, I get you now. I wouldn't have complained if that was the case. Oh no, not at all. He's quality, isn't he? Um, I've got to say as well, Colin. I mean, chatting to the Mansfield commentators who are next to us were very friendly. It's a friendly club, I always find Mansfield. Um, they suggested that they are much better than Notts County. Now, I wouldn't denigrate Notts County, but they did win 4-1 there. And, and I kind of, well, I, I was more impressed with Mansfield against us than I was with Notts County against us, if I'm perfectly honest. The prophet says this. Yeah, absolutely. Mansfield just dominated that game against us. I know it finished goalless, but they were in total control and you could see how they don't lose games. Perhaps you also saw why they don't win them all, why they've drawn so many games. But you can certainly see that you know, the way Nigel Clough has set the team up, these are very hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. I remember Keeler Dunn had a, a great-headed chance, which he didn't take. And apart from that, like Notts County, it was mostly shots from outside the box. And just talking tentatively, because this, must, this is Mansfield's closest home game to Remembrance Sunday, and uh, there may well be a ceremony about to happen. And obviously, if there is, we'll stop talking to show respect to that. But... Uh, they're all lined up in front of the, the stands, but as of yet, nothing's quite happening. I, I wasn't sure that Fulham totally handled the ceremony that well, playing uh, Fat Boy Slim as the soldiers walked out to the, the centre spot and only cutting it when the, the minute silence was about to begin. I wasn't sure that was quite the right tone, personally, but hey, what would I know? I, here's, a, here's a curly one for you, Colin, which you may have to abandon if this one starts. Um, Aikens, of course, the big target man for them, is not playing. He got a head injury last Saturday. And I'm thinking as well partly of what happened with Harry Maguire this morning, which made me feel, here we go again. It's one of these things where people get concerned about a head injury, and so we bring in special protocols, and then after a couple of weeks, everyone forgets about it and just carries on as normal. But I couldn't quite figure how Maguire played 90 minutes in that game, having kicked the ball off because he was distressed with a head injury after 30 seconds. But anyway... That also makes me think of Aikens, because Nigel Clough was saying um, before Tuesday's game, he banged his head, he didn't bring him off at first, and he regretted it. He said, I didn't quite follow this, the physio worked with Aikens till midnight. And I don't quite, I'm not going to query that further. You and I both know that um, in these sort of matters, managers in press conferences are not reliable witnesses. But he said he hoped he'd play on Tuesday, and then he hoped he'd play today. But surely... He's got a 14-match 
block on playing, just like uh, I believe I'm a Lightfoot did, for a head injury. I, I don't I don't follow this at all. Is it just he's saying that, but he knows he's just playing a cute game? Very strange. It could be mind games, couldn't it? A little bit of that. Perhaps even this is misunderstanding the manager of Nigel Cuff's experience. I'd be very surprised if yeah. it was. The rules are 14 days for a head injury, and rules are rules. Mm. <laughs> as simple as that. Absolutely. I felt very uncomfortable watching that Man United game this morning, got to say. Um, especially when the ref after an hour said, uh, please have another look at him. I don't think he's right. And it just sends him back on again. Jaw-dropping. Anyway, maybe off the point. But the point is that Aiken, so I think is a very serviceable target man, isn't playing in this game. And that, again, maybe helps to facilitate using Evans and O'Connor as centre-backs. So don't get me wrong, I'm not going down that old chestnut of, O'Connor's a midfielder. Um, O'Connor can play both positions. And Evans, clearly, although we've only seen him start centre-back twice, can play both positions. We haven't conceded with him at centre-back. Um, but, but having said that, maybe having a big marauding target man might make us change our mind or part of ours and change his mind. Yeah, potentially. We also got to factor in Owen O'Connell's out injured, Jordan Tony goes fit with small knock, Aaron Hayden with small knock. And I think, as you said, George Evans and Tom O'Connor are perfectly capable of playing at centre-back. The only shame is you then miss out on them in central midfield. Then you look at our midfield in today and you think, well, Andy Cannon's probably one of the best players on the park on Saturday. Who would you have dropped had George Evans moved back into the midfield? It'd be a very difficult decision anyway. I just want to get on to that. You're quite right, because, I mean, you know, it, the previous two times Cannon started in that central role of the three, be letting five goals. And when I saw him starting against Counts, yeah, I can see the qualities Parkson's looking for, but I still felt a little unnerved by that. Um, but that was a beautiful example of what he can do. And, you know, they're not the same, but Mansfield do have a similar, like you said, patient mentality with the ball. And if we can get those three midfielders around them in our half and Cannon scrapping away and making interceptions, this could be another game that suits him well. Yeah, definitely. We saw, no, I'm holding my hands up. I was another one that looked at the team sheet and thought, no, wasn't the team I'd have gone with. But as we always say, we don't see the players day to day. And it was quite clear we'd nullified every single one of Notts County's threats. Um, with that in mind, I think it'd be so hard to drop Andy Cannon regardless. But we know he's a better player than he's had a chance to show in what's been, as Phil said himself after the game, a stop-start season for him. He's not really had that chance to get the rhythm. So playing in back-to-back -back games, I think, makes perfect sense. And, yeah, if we can start breaking up their possession and just get into them a bit more. We sat back a lot and let them play last time, and it was fine. It was a disciplined defensive performance. As I said, you could see why Mansfield have drawn a lot of games because he just didn't have an answer for a large swathe of that game. Um, that said, it's a cup game tonight, and I would expect us to be more in their faces and trying to put our own stamp on the game a lot more than we would do if it was just a league game. Yeah, fascinating setup. Uh, Mansfield... Just to illustrate what Colin said, I mean, obviously they're unbeaten in the league, and I do really think they're a quality size. But they've drawn more games than they've won in the league. They've won seven, drawn eight, which is a peculiar one, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, there's always hope. Um, and Wrexham certainly are the sides who have just overcome a side with similar qualities, which is a promising thing. Um, ask Wrexham, of course, you can get in touch with us, and we'll, we'll endeavour to get round to you, although... You know, the, the sort of uh, all-action stuff that we tend to have means that I end up getting overexcited and just watching the match rather than actually looking at the Ars Wrexhams. I do apologise. I, I did ask uh, facetiously, what's the best bus stop you've ever seen? And, and of course, bus tails any is out the park. Have a look early on in uh, the Ars Wrexham thread and you'll see him 
shown us a, a very spectacular bus stop in Singapore which had books hanging there to, for people to read while they were waiting and all sorts of snazzy stuff. It was, it was very, very impressive, I tell you. So, teams will be coming out pretty much any moment. Have officials down the size of the pitch with Reeves. Humphrey Clark is down there representing Wrexham. Um, we've, we've had an interesting pre-match. Like I said, I've broken the chair. I don't think you were there when I, you saw that, Colin, but... I did assume at first it was a firework, but it wasn't. It was me um, balancing on the edge of a chair to try and put a cable through a hole in a desk, and it just snapped. So I'm sitting rather awkwardly. Um, we've had the commentary kit explode. It might be going slightly dramatic, but not overly. We had, uh, we've got a sort of um, step-to-one-sun style, lots of adapters plugged into uh, one strip plug, and my plug went boom. Basically, as the teams come out now from the tunnel in the corner of the pitch, for a second I was scared I'd fried all our equipment. I have had that happen once, years and years ago. I could smell burning. I thought it was a hot dog stand, that it was my equipment under my desk. Uh, there'd been a power surge. But anyway, we're all working fine, I assume. And here are the teams, Wrexham in red shirts, white shorts, Mansfield in their usual yellow shirts, and blue shorts. Wrexham then, just to go through those teams once more quickly. Wrexham have a concoing goal. Centre-backs, O'Connor, Evans and Toza. Wing-backs, Ford and McLean. In midfield, Cannon, Lee and Jones. And up front, Dolby and Mullen. And the Mansfield side, Christy Pym in goal. Callum Johnson at right-back. Bailey Cargill left-back. Lewis Blunt and Aidan Flynn, centre-backs. Lewis Reed in the base of a midfield three with Aaron Lewis and Ollie Clark. And then Davis Keeler done supporting Resoats and Jordan Bowery subs for Wrexham and like I said nine can be named in, in the FA Cup Howard Davis Young Palmer Hosanna Mendy Boyle Bickerstaff Clueth just shows doesn't it? I know I said that they start the broadcast we've got seven players out injured and yet we've got a bench of that quality um, those nine add a couple more in well adding Waters and McFadden who are available today and you'd have an 11 that in many years in the National League and many years I've seen Wrexham in the League 2 as well, you'd be very happy to, to line up as the players I think are going to come for the minute silence because uh, as I said, this is the closest Mansfield game to Remembrance Sunday. And so when the PA announcer starts to take us through that, we'll break off from commentary in order to allow you to listen to that. At the moment, Toes is in the middle. I've got to say, Toza was terrific on Saturday. I mean, not, not ready to play, but always ready to play, if you see what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. What a fantastic performance he put in mm. against one of the best strikers in the league, don't forget. Yeah, absolutely correct. And then as well, the way that Wrexham set up with those wide, mobile centre-backs, cut the supply off uh, Langstaff. Different setup really, with Mansfield, where it's more a, a roaming player in Davis, Kayla Dunn, behind two strikers, more, I would argue. So quite interesting to see just how Wrexham's setup copes with that. They may have to sit in a little bit more, but Parkinson will, I'm sure, be fully aware of that and prepared. Otherwise, you wouldn't have picked that side. We're just waiting for the pleasantries to, to finish so that the commemoration can begin. Everybody's still waiting on the size of the pitch for that. The players now gathering around the centre circles. Ed Duckworth is the referee today. And... Sent off Phil Parkinson last time we had him in charge of a game. 
incorrectly so. as the FA ruled afterwards. Yeah, good old FA, they never let you down. <laughs> Except when they do. So now we'll be quiet for the Remembrance Day commemoration.
the commemoration on Remembrance Day, of course, which falls on the 11th of November and which respects those who gave their lives in conflicts since the First World War. And having had a, a moment of solemn reflection like that, now we can get on to the, the fun of football, <laughs> quite frankly. As I always say, they're at least the, the most important of the unimportant things, Colin. Nicely put. Nicely <laughs> put. I don't think we can argue with that. Well, Mansfield will be getting us underway, kicking towards their home team, about towards the Wrexham fans in the first half. There's not a capacity crowd, but then I don't think we ever really expected that with the game being shifted to Saturday night, with the game being shown live on television. And also with the, the sad devaluation of the FA Cup, quite frankly, which is a wonderful competition, but has just gone down in, in clubs' priorities across the league. And although we've picked strong teams here, I, I don't think fans are quite as... Fans often view the managers as Mansfield gets underway uh, as having uh, an agenda of not picking a strong team. And yet it's the fans who don't turn up and we both sides here have turned up as uh, in quality as immediately Mansfield are breaking down the right-hand side, but Wrexham are able to keep their sh shape. It's a good switch, though. And Cargill, playing at left-back, feeds it towards the edge of the area. Attempt to turn is dangerous by Oates, but Evans was solid enough, and Anthony Ford clears to the halfway line. Mullen isolated, battling off balance, nearly picked out Dolby. Good scrapping that by Mullen when he was under a lot of physical pressure. Ball comes to the edge of the Mansfield area, where they... Look to move it around. Wrexham making excellent noise in the away end. As Lee gets up and heads the ball forwards. Helped on. And Dolby can't get on the end of that. Cannon stepping up there to win that, as he did so well against County on a couple of occasions, including the set of one of the goals. Ford over the top. Great ball. Looking for Mullen, but it's clears only as far as Dolby, though. He squares it 30 yards out. Cannon, good first touch, drives into D. It's a left footer just wide. Decent effort, that from Cannon. Yeah, absolutely. Well worth an effort like that with the pitch skidding as it is as well after today's rain. Just a little bit of space opened up and goes positive intent from Wrexham already in this first couple of minutes. Absolutely. I mean, the ball by Ford didn't find Mullin, but it's one of those passes that turns the defence and gives defences a problem as Pim, the keeper, from a short goal kick, goes long. Good header by O'Connor. Helped on nicely by Cannon. Now Dolby may have been offside, but he isn't given offside and he cuts into the box. Ah, poor touch. I don't know if he thought he was offside then, because he really was looked quite hesitant, and the defenders were appealing. Here's Ford now, pushing it down to the edge of the area. Mullen outnumbered, and he's done brilliantly to book it back to Ford, who can't quite take it under control. Mansfield break once more, and a lucky block by George Evans. Now a 50-50 cannon. Really bright start, his first to it. O'Connor now in midfield, playing it down the line, asking a lot of Dolby. And it's tidied up neatly by Flint. Mansfield fans making a good racket as well in this main stand. Ball fed into midfield. Wrexham a bit empty in midfield there. And now chance to Keeler Dunn to play a killer ball. It's a great pass. Chance to shoot. Good save, Aconquo. And a good double save as he saves the rebound. Smashing ball in by Keeler Dunn. The first shot blocked and the second shot. Well, he just managed to smother it and strike his feet for a corner. Yeah, fantastic ball. Split the Wrexham defence. After Aconquo, though, we had such a good game when we played here early in the league. Uh, last month, and then and then, and then again, another brilliant one-handed save. So, corner. Floated into the six-yard box, headed away comfortably by Lee. It'll come back in once more, though. Ball worked out to the right-hand side. 
And Wrexham continue to stay in the box, just picking players up, holding a line around the penalty spot. Cross comes in now, edge of the docks, and a good header by Toza. He was up under pressure, managed to get it clear. Throw to Mansfield, about 30 yards out on the left. The home team now putting on a bit of pressure. It's thrown into the goal line. That's sloppy. Clark plays it in. It's cleared, but it'll be blasted back in across the face. Falls for Keeler Dunn. Brilliant work by Lee, who just nipped in. Keeler Dunn's touch wasn't the best, but he would have had a clear sight of goal if Lee hadn't come off his blind side and stolen the ball from him. And now Wrexham, having survived a spell of real pressure, will try to get rid of it, although a back pass to Okonkwo isn't terribly helpful. He's done well to get rid of it to the halfway line. Ball brought down beautifully by Clark. Spreads it out wide to the right-hand side. Johnson has got an option ahead of him. Mansfield suddenly have got their rhythm going after that bright start by Wrexham. Ball played back to Flint. And then the end's forced back to the keeper, but Wrexham just essentially committing the front two just to hassle Mansfield rather than really trying to press. Now they step up in a bit more and they force an error and O'Connor intercepts on the halfway line. O'Connor looking for an option, works it back to Evans. Proper cup tie rhythm to this one. Yeah, absolutely. Totally different to the league game. Wrexham's lying a lot, lot higher. You say it's more hassling than pressing, but it's still a much bigger difference than what was there in the league one month ago. Well, that's a good ball to Mullin now, running at last defender down the left channel. He's out wide. He's going to wait for support, engages with the defender, gets it on his right foot, and then back heels at QP Lee. Hits the goal line, great tackle, corner. And as the ball goes behind, an illustration you were saying, Colin, in the warm of the ball often was bouncing very flat. The ball went out, hit a huge patch of mud off the pitch and just stopped dead. This pitch could play a part. Yeah, definitely. It's, even if it is just the fact the ball's skidding on, clearly the weather's going to be a factor today. So an away swinging corner from the left-hand side. Wrexham packing a six-yard box, two around the penalty spot. Swept beyond the far post, too much on that, but it'll be retrieved on the right flank. And now Cannon has got Ford in support. Cannon looking for something a bit more expressive, but in the end has to feed Ford, and Mansfield had a chance to press. Dinged to ball forwards by Jones, is tempting Toza in the box after that, but it's dealt with comfortably and hacked clear. And that's a good ball now. Chance for a break. Keeler Dunn bursting through the middle. He's got a man in the centre as well. He might go into loan, a little step over. Hits a shot, blocked by a George Evans. 50-50, and Elliot will need as well to get there on the edge of the box. Holding off his man. Fantastic tracking back from George Evans. He's really busted gut to get in there. And he was on that made the block on the shot as well. Yeah, when Keeler Dunn gets the ball in space, there's a real threat as a foul throw is given. <laughs> to the fury of the Mansfield fans, but to be fair, the Wrexham fans were screaming for a foul throw. The moment the ball left the player's hands, which probably tells you everything. So breathless start. And amongst all the cordites and flashes of bonfire nights, his ball is... Fireworks going off all over the place. The way we are now, you're in quite a high vantage point. So we can see over the low stand across from us, the whole, there's a lot of the town and the fireworks. It's quite a backdrop, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. There's displays all over the place. I don't suppose you'll be able to see it from the TV cameras, which are pointing our way. But looking out the other way, you get this brilliant vantage point up here. Good header by Evans under pressure there. Mansfield win it back, though, and it's good footwork by Clark. He rather pings the ball backwards for Cargill. But he managed to control it. Cargill's been quite busy early on, getting up for set pieces and pushing down the flank. Wrexham got their shape here. So Mansfield will have to build again from the back. The ball rolled 
to Lewis Brunt. That's a good ball up front, but good pressure by George Evans again, forces a mistake. Having said that, Mansfield claim it back, and Arisa got a chance, edge of the area, will he hit this? He does, it's blocked, it comes to Gila Dunn, he beats two men, hits it, just wide, brilliant play by Gila Dunn, but the finish just not quite there. Yeah, he's done so well, his first turn beat two defenders, his second took another two defenders out of the game, but in the end, the shot just lacking the target to trouble after a conquo. Lexham, of course, know all about Gila Dunn. He played for us for a bit. We, as I am understand it thought he was staying further and then didn't and it's a shame because he's a talented footballer to say the least yeah absolutely he made such a big difference in a short space of time a very key time for Wrexham and we could have been mm. relegated that season yeah playing the box midfield him and Jarvis really linked beautifully didn't they as Bowery wins a good header against O'Connor but he's got no support so McLean will pick the ball up in his own half looks up the line doesn't see much he likes so he sees space in midfield and finds Cannon Ford wants to switch. Cannon goes across to Evans instead. And now Ford has it. Drawing up Cargill with him. He and Jones working a little one-two in midfield to create space. Now Jones is available out wide and Ford finds him. That's nicely done. They've dragged Mansfield across and now find some space for Cannon. Cannon runs into the crowd though and Jones gives it away. And now Bory can drive forwards. Good tackle back. It was a poor pass by Jones. He did brilliantly to tackle back and lovely footwork to avoid losing it again straight away. Now Ford down the line. This pass is so intercepted, but a dreadful mistake by Cargill. And Ford is away on the right, puts in the cross into the goal mouth, and Flint is there to thump the ball away. The ball sticks on the pitch, and it's a good strong tackle on James Jones, who's not happy about it. Ball over the top, looked offside to me. A has got there anyway. But yeah, that strip of pitch uh, on the right as Wrexham were attacking has just got standing water on it, and twice the ball just stopped on it. First to force the mistake by Cargill, and then to force the error from Jones as the ball's put out of play inadvertently by Dolby. Yeah, it's already playing a part, isn't it? The weather, even down to the fact Anthony Ford's made a run down the line, just fired a pass in that normally that'd hit a defender and go out for a throw in, but instead it's hit the defender and stopped dead at the defender's feet instead. Yeah, we need to keep an eye on the conditions. It's not going to threaten the game. The game's going to finish, but it's going to affect the balance of, of what happens down there. As once again, Cargill getting very involved, going wide. And the chance for an overlap, Roberts' first touch wasn't great and his pass is very poor. Jones helping it on. Great ebb and flow to this game as Ford goes down the second hole. Easily dealt with by Cargill. The ball drops in midfield and Mansfield can build from back once more. Brunt feeding the ball across. It's picked up by Reed, who sits in front of the defence and is very energetic. I like the look of him as well against against us a month ago. But I like the look of a lot of them. They're a, they're a good quality side. Reed down the flank, cute idea. The idea is applauded, but it was inaccurate and it's a throw to Wrexham. Ten minutes gone exactly here at Field Mill. Field, yeah, yeah, was, I've got it. I got it right. I'm so I'm so unused to getting things right. I, I threw myself when I said something correct. Throw level the edge of the area. It'll be taken down the line by McLean headed away gets up to head it clear once more Wrexham hook it on towards the halfway line Dolby scrapping for it loose ball falls to Cannon and then McLean over the top and that's a very good ball for Mullen who holds it up no support may have just got caught but he doesn't complain as the ball spins away from him he's getting the ball in isolated positions and it hasn't really been able to make much of him yet but having said that we know Mullen's dangerous in those positions and can profit when the odds are against him. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's no harm in playing the percentage balls every now and again. And it just gets Wrexham on the front foot, if nothing else. Because now it's Tim playing the ball out from the back. Wrexham again have permitted the two strikers and cannon forwards just to, to hassle a bit, but everyone else is back in the Wrexham half. Roy... Uh, sorry, Rob Ayala. Is, oh, that's a good ball over the top. Danger for Wrexham now. Two players surging in the box. Otis Cross is blocked well, though. Yeah, Rob Ayala is saying, watching from Connecticut, took a while to sync the ESPN feeds with the, our commentary so he can listen. Good man. That's the right way to do it. Now then, Flint. Looked like he was going to load the ball in from halfway. And he brings it forward. He does play it in. O'Connor, firm header away. But it's picked up in midfield by Keeler Dunn. He works it wide again. Chance for Johnson to cross. He drills it in. It's too powerful. He claims a corner. And nobody is interested in it whatsoever. He even okay. gave up on his appeal in the end, didn't he? Yes, that was... That was uh... Yeah, I do get why players will appeal for something that's mad. But, yeah, that really was... You know, all his teammates are walking back at the pitch while he's waving his arms around. Yeah, not convincing, I'm afraid. Danny Bronson says that looks like a rough day for a cup game. Uh, Rangers coming down in buckets, boys have to find a way. Uh, you see, for me, this is this is cup tie weather, though. It's just, you know, like you say, you have to find a way, you have to battle. Dalby, good fleck, unlucky. Mullin couldn't bring under control. And Ford's attempt to take the back pass is smartly blocked off by Flint. Yeah, I, you know, cup ties are all about showing heart sometimes as well, yeah. Yeah, you'll have been there watching us in the snow and in boggy conditions pulling off our giant killings in there oh, years gone by. Too right. I've also had the uh, drive to London in foggy conditions, which I had a game called off. That's a lovely ball down the line. Brilliant defended by Toza because it was helped on by Oates. And Bori, if he'd played it inside, Oates would have been one-on-one, -on -one, but Toza did brilliantly to usher him wide and then put it out of play with a firm tackle. Still Mansfield come forwards, though. Chance for the shot, perhaps. It's fed in. All too intricate for them. Ooh, and Lee and Toza getting each other's way on the edge of the six-yard box. But Lee is able to launch it clear. Throw in to Mansfield, 30 yards out. Could have been nasty, that. It could have also Elliot Lee had a bit more time. I think he realised once they had untangled themselves, there was a bit of a panic clearance in the end. Pro taken and Cargill cuts inside nicely and squares it again. Keeler Dunn, chance to shoot, hits it. And again, a Conquo, good hands. It was straight at him. But he, he does, he handles long-range shots with such soft hands that you get the feeling that rebounds aren't going to be coming off him very often anyway. Ford is looking for Mullen. And he can't win it. He's forced a poor header clear. Dolby holds it up, waiting for support. Lee's screaming for it. Jones sees him and drills the ball to his feet. Lee now. Wide to McCain. He plays a little give and go. Lee raises a return pass. It's just too close, though, to Johnson, who's now penned in by the corner flag and hooks it out for the throw in. Pot and bump. I'd say toes the territory. Yes, belatedly, he's going up to take it. Yeah, he wasn't interested to start with. It's obviously a very wet day. I don't know how effective these are going to be. Yeah, that's Although true. I'm quite prepared to be proved wrong as well. Well, yeah, let's see what happens. I think it looks quite a narrowish runway on the left side of Wrexham attack and where this throw is. Whereas this side we're on, it's a huge run-up, potentially. But yeah, it is. the ball's going to be very wet for him. Let's see what he's capable of. He's stolen a few yards because it was definitely not level the edge of the box. And the short option is thrown in to Mullins. See how, oh Jones, see how it's flat on the ground, though? Toza pulls it back. McLean's cross is blocked, but O'Connor feeds it into the box. Big interception, that. Wrexham still there with Jones. Digs out across, hits a defender. Wrexham fans at the far end shout on ball. It was a leg outstretched that it hit. And now Toza, oh, it does really well to squeeze the ball down the line from McLean and keep the pressure going. Nice pass inside. Lee takes it away from Jones. Wild challenge on Lee, that. 
I mean, for me, that sort of going in like that gets you a yellow more often than not. But first 15 minutes, they have to turn a blind eye, don't they? Yeah, and I wonder if the referee has factored the conditions in. I know it was something Phil Parkinson was frustrated about at our home game against Crew when Ryan Barnett was sent off that the referee had apparently said he was going to take the conditions into account, as he said in his interview, and then um, in the end didn't, or didn't seem to in the uh, incident of the red card. Well, it's a chance for Rexham to put something in the box. McLean's on it. Mansfield holding a line around the penalty spot. What sort of delivery can McLean muster? The centre-backs are up. McLean singles, swings it in, and it's fed it towards goal, but off target. Decent ball in. Corner, in fact. It was swept in. I think it was Dorby who actually got the last touch and knocked it onto a defender. Good delivery. Not even 100% convinced it did hit a defender, to be honest. Nummy. But it was a good delivery in, and we're going to need something like that, a whip delivery, because Aidan Flint, such a towering presence at yeah. the back from Mansfield, we're not going to beat him too often otherwise. Yeah, it's, it's, they've got other big defenders, but it's certainly a case of avoid him first. So here comes McLean's corner, swept in dangerously, and the defender just gets up ahead of Lee. He was rising six yards out and looked to have a clear sight of goal. Ford will load it back into the box again and again. A powerful header clear to stand by Bowery as the ball's swept over to the right. That's a great pass to Cannon, who hooks it in first time. O'Connor can't quite get to the 50-50, though. Jones did really well with that pass forwards, but Wrexham couldn't benefit, and now Reed is able to switch with space on the right for Mansfield to come forwards. Flint quickly helps it on. Johnson on the right-hand side as bodies attacking the box. Plays a nice pass inside McLean. First-line ball across the face. Oh, and it just isn't quite made contact with. But was it Bory lunging in in the goal mouth, and he just couldn't make the contact, and Wrexham will be very relieved. Yeah, fantastic ball in. It's one of those he only needed a touch. Arthur Conquad, no hope of keeping the cross out, and had, had there been a touch, it would have been an almost certain goal. Yeah, Conquad, no chance that he. It was an open goal if he could reach it. So Wrexham relieved, throw level the edge of their own area, right hand side. 17 minutes gone. Really entertaining cup tie this. Throw down the line. Dolby beaten in the air, but it locks to, drops to Lee. Nice turn under pressure. Lovely work. And Dolby wants to return ball and gets it now. Mullen bursting into the middle as Dolby breaks down the right. Cuts and beats his man. What a moment. The keeper hits it. Brilliant save. Fabulous play by Dolby. He lies on his back, holding his feet. You can't believe it. Brilliant save with his feet by Pem. Wrexham attacking on quickly shifting it to the left-hand side. McLean sweeps it back in. Lee attacks it, beaten well in the air. Jones works at Dolby in space, right side the box. Squares it back. Lee hits it. Well blocked. Ah, goodness me, a brilliant run by Dolby as the ball goes out for a throw to Wrexham, but what a save. James McLean still screaming for the pass on the other side, and he was wide open at the back post. But once Sam Dolby had beaten his man, who's absolutely not going to do anything else other than go for goal. Brilliant run to get round his defender. Fantastic footwork. Just couldn't direct the finish beyond the goalkeeper. It was a fabulous save. And yeah, having, having got that far and earned that chance, any striker worth his salt is going to hit it, aren't they? Absolutely. James McLean's still talking to Sam now. But it, the option was there for a pass. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think you can fault the fact that Sam no. Dolby did the right thing anyway. Once he beats his man on the edge of the box, he's got to hit that. Jones from the throw over hits it. Heavy touch, though, by Brunt. He gets it clear. Touched on nicely by Keeler Dunn. Good strength again by Toza, though. Jones in a tight area finds Cannon, who chips acutely to the right. Mansfield fans want offside, not given, because didn't carry to Jones. Brilliant touch by Cannon, though. And now here's Ford on the right. Two men on him, pulling it back to Jones. Good spell of pressure this by Wrexham. 
and some really nice ball play as well as Ford has two men to beat, but he dinks it in nicely, clears to the edge of the area. But crucially, Cannon has beaten to it. Good foot in by George Evans. Great sliding tackle by James Jones. And then another sliding tackle by Evans. The Wrexham fans loving it. Ball to the edge of the area. Mullen, first time layoff. Great pass forward. Chance to cross. First time to the far post. Lee is there. Oh, defender took it off his toe. McLean, corner of the box. What a move. Here's Cannon spreading it intelligently. Ford again with the chance to cross. He takes on his man. Cargo beats him on the inside and just has too heavy a touch. Good challenge to stop him by Clark, but what wonderful pressure Wrexham put Mansfield under there. Yeah, just fantastic football all over the pitch. Even down to that final little turn by Anthony Ford to get past his man. Just a shame that in the end that touch was heavy. Ball goes back to Conquo then. Still nil-nil here, 20th minute, but both sides have had excellent spells. Conquo's kick isn't good. It picks up Johnson on the halfway line. He squares it inside. It's Reed who... We'll look around for options. It's all quite tight as they get into the Wrexham attacking third, but typically Keeler Dunn squeezes his way through and Clark hits a long-range shot deflected over the bar for a corner. Oh, goal kick given. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> that is, how shall I put this? Incorrect. <laughs> Can't believe he missed that. No, unless he thinks it's come off a Mansfield player, there's absolutely no doubt that ball was deflected. Oh, that's astonishing. I mean... It, it, it looped off him like Andreas Bremen in 1990 World Cup semi-final. How <laughs> can he not see that? Oh, well. National League refs, eh? Oh, Miss Header lets Mullen have someone to chase, but again, it's tidied up well because the terrific flint is there to work it back to the keeper. Pim launches to the halfway line. Nice layoff, that, by Bory. The ball will have to go backwards once more. And Mansfield start again. Jarvis has got a picture of Red Star. Regular fan of the game is Cat, who was lured down by our commentary. Good header by Bory, but Evans intercepts well. The Wrexham three centre-backs have started extremely well. Ford plays it back to Oconco, and he gets his boot through the ball, but he's put it the wrong side of Mullen, who can't reach it. Clears, and then Cannon well, inadvertently picks out O'Connor. Here comes McLean, bursting past his man on the halfway line. Wrexham go back to O'Connor. We've looked good when we got the ball down and moved it about. We've dragged Mansfield around nicely. Evans. Yeah, positive intent as well. Our first touch always seems to be to go forward at the moment. Mm. A lot yeah. of players willing to take on their man too. Yeah, Wrexham really looking aggressive as Cannon picks up a nice ball by Mullen. Works it wide. Wrexham patient in midfield. Mansfield camps in the run up. McLean under pressure is calm, but he hasn't got many options, so he goes backwards. And sensibly retains possession. Evans now, as Jones and Ford, as they'd like to exchange positions and create a little bit of space. The ball to the edge here is a good one. Mullen, good first time to Dolby. He wanted it on his left foot to shoot. He tries to play the through ball. I think a square ball to Lee on the edge of the box would have been wiser. It's intercepted, but good to see Dolby with his head up looking for that sort of option. And now Wrexham build once more. O'Connor driving over the halfway line. Lee. Helps it on to McLean, 10 yards into Mansfield. Nice move, O'Connor carried on. He's got space now. He waits and measures his pass, and the cross comes in first time. Too close to the keeper, although Mullins driven ball then was nearly fumbled by Pim. Yeah, he didn't look convincing, did as he died for. It wasn't the best ball across the area, but there could definitely have been a rebound. Like the ref points out, he is a, a football league ref, Ed Duckworth. I know, Mike, I'm just being sarcastic. It's not my best quality, but... Um, Actually, it is my best quality. Tozer gives it to Oconquo. May have liked him to leave it. 
but he's in no trouble as he clears that. Cargill wins the header. Well won back by Evans, though. He's in terrific on the right side of the defence. And that's a nice little move as Cannon surges forward and finds Mullen. Uh, Dolby, sight of goal, and he doesn't make a mistake with that one. Brilliant finish by Dolby, and that's illustrative of what Wrexham have been doing the last 10 minutes. The movement's been excellent. We dragged Mansfield around, we've created pockets, and that was a lovely piece of play. I was so busy admiring the, the takeover by Cannon from forward in midfield, but it just opened them up. Lovely ball by Cannon. Dolby left channel, takes a touch, and, well, he's missed one, one, and one. He wasn't going to miss two, was he? Absolutely not. Not on his left foot, certainly. The first on his right foot. Space just opened up for him, and that was a clinical finish right into the top corner. And I think thoroughly deserved as well by Wrexham on the last the balance of play so far. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've been very impressed. Wrexham have had to weather some pressure, but the way we've moved the ball around in the Mansfield half has been extremely impressive. And now Wrexham lead one. They'll Dolby smashed it into the top right corner wonderful finish that was a beauty so Wrexham take the lead but the build-up play was glorious wasn't it yeah absolutely fantastic play it really showed what Wrexham have been doing so far in this game positive touches positive passes looking forward and then once the space opened up as you said he'd missed once he wasn't going to miss a second time 100% brilliant stuff I'd forgotten to send my customary picture of Brandon's band so we got old Brandon uh, made me bands in all the Wrexham kits' colours. Um, so I, I think sending it now to celebrate the goal is probably the best time to do it. You need to keep going like this. This is very, very impressive. Good header in the back from Toza. And Vance will get it back and work it around once more. Wrexham fans thrilled by that, singing Dolby's name. And good for Dolby as well, who... You know, it's hard to break into the front two, isn't it? Especially with Palmer playing the way he has been and Fletcher having such an impact. But that was a terrific uh, start of the game by him as a long diagonal is well intercepted by Evans. Ford under pressure. Does well to carry it clear, but it's not a good pass forwards. And now Reese will work it down the flank for Cargill. He's drawn Evans out. Standing up to him. Oh, it's a nutmeg. Brilliant play by Cargill. Gets in the box. Cuts away from Jones. Lays it off. Chance for the shot. Pulled wide. Reed. Maybe should have done it better there, frankly. Great run by Cargill, but Reed's pulled it wide at the left post. Yeah, he seems to be reaching for it, Reed, and he didn't need to be. It was a brilliant ball, brilliant play to get the ball to him in the first place. Space opened up, and then for some reason, he just didn't seem to have it fully under control and dragged the poor shot wide. Yeah, relief that. It was good work by Cargill. It's so well to drive forwards, but came to nothing. So here come Wrexham again, Lee driving down the left. Nice little pop of the ball to Mullin. 26th minute, Wrexham a goal to the good. And Wrexham now slow things down. Dolby wants it over the top, then drops off and toes the thing. So I'm just going to square this. I think we'll, we'll just move them around a bit instead. Connor with a bold ball to Mullin, though. And Flint as well to go to ground and make a challenge. Bory, but under pressure. And Wrexham managed to keep it in again, I think because of the sodden pitch. Now Wrexham build again. Toza strides forwards from the back. Neat little pass inside, is it? No, McLean's giving it away. Ball forwards, deflects off Toza. And now Oates, rather on his own, holds her up well. It's a raking long-range shot, but in the end, it really didn't trouble a Conquer. He held her up well, and just when the support arrived, he decided to go with the Hollywood shot and didn't work out. Yeah, uncharacteristic from Mansfield as well. Like we saw in the league game, we've seen early on this game, they're not afraid to pass it around, pull the ball back to the edge of the penalty area. 
the weather is definitely having an impact on this game. And as you mentioned on the far touchline, it's creating a different kind of game. Balls aren't running off the pitch, so people are going to have to be aware to those second balls. Long goal kick, Dolby jumps. Not as high as Brunt, who gets it away, but the ball drops loose in midfield. Lee, unlucky not to win it. Jones fights for it. Evans fights for it. Evans wins it. Jones, lovely touch. And Cannon driving forwards again. He's got an option around wide and forward, and he looks to just play the ball in inside the fullback, which would send Ford totally clear rather than the safe ball. The way Ford's been getting crosses in from those positions, I I'd probably take the safe option. There's now a good diagonal, and Bory tries to use his strength and pace, and O'Connor will have nothing of it. He slams the door on him. Bory gets the ball back, though, and works it for Johnson. Cross comes in. James Jones is there. His clearance isn't the best. He's luckily for him, found McLean, who passes it straight out for a corner. A goal, uh, and he's going mad at the linesman, but it it looked like a corner to me, I've got to say. Yeah, the challenge came behind him. He was under pressure playing that pass. And it did look like he just played it straight out of play from here. A Brock says if he had a nickel for every foul throw he's seen today, he'd have two nickels. <laughs> Fair enough. Away swinging corner then. Again, Mansfield with five big men in a six-yard box. Two more lurking on the edge. Floated up towards the head, six-yard box, powerful header clear by Dolby. Helped on well by Cannon, and now it's Mullen trying to hassle the defence. It's poked down the line well, though. Will it stay in? Yes, it does, and the cross is deflected to the edge of the box, where a shot is missed, and then a long-range hit by Reed is not far off target through the crowd. A Conco would have seen that very late. Luckily for Exum, a couple of yards wide of the right post, but... But again, like the league game here, we are pretty much restricting them to shots from outside the box. Yeah, it was a better shot, that one. It did briefly look like it was going to threaten out for a Conco's goal. But I don't think any manager, any defence will mind if all the shots are coming from that far out. Absolutely. Wrexham are defending solidly as a Conco takes the kick. I must say, Colin, you know, a lot of, lot of people are now using Dulcet. Grr. This is, I'm blaming you for this. Longball falls Mullen chasing and hassling Brunt. But Reed managed to bring it down. That's a good ball, but once Keeler Dunn's technique lets him down, goes under his foot, and O'Connor's quick to spot McLean in space and find him. Little give and go by McLean is a poor pass, but Lee brilliantly touched the ball and plays it through. Dolby chance for a second. What a save! Tipped onto the post. It was a rocket. It came off the bar. Such pace on it. What a lovely piece of play by Lee. Span his man after he'd been sold short with the pass, frankly. Beautiful disguise pass to Dolby and Frankly, Dolby didn't do much wrong. Blasted it with power again. Fabulous save to just get enough on it to touch it onto the bar. But that was so close to two now. Yeah, fantastic play by Elliot Lee, as you said. Mm. I needed back Sam Dolby to hit the back of the net from there. He's just mm. hit it high and hard like the goal he scored. Somehow it stayed mm. out this time. Here can wreck some again. Confident touch by Dolby and Jones drives forwards. Dolby, edge of the area. Back to Jones. Oh, he's done well to... Shift it onto his right foot. Ford again taking on his man Cargill. He's usually got a cross in from these positions. He beats him, sweeps it in, headed towards goal, just off target. That's unlucky. Sam Dolby again. My goodness, he looks threatening, doesn't he? Yeah, he's certainly been involved so far in this first half an hour. Rexon just seems to be getting a lot more joy down the flanks in Mansfield. It's total opposite the last time we played them. Especially with uh, Ford, who's really <laughs> looks having been out of the game for so long. Looks so sharp. And he's he's getting crosses in with ease. It's a ball down the flank, and Bory will hold it up nicely. Works it wide. Johnson takes on and beats McLean. Gets to the edge of the box. Good ball on the back of the fence. Bory drives it in. Oconco dives and gets a touch. Cargill will hit this and put it wide. Again, excellent work this time by Cannon. 
who lunged in and, well, the ref says got a block. He's given the corner. And Andy Cannon didn't protest it yeah. either. He's seen the danger, <laughs> opened out for Cargill on his left foot and Andy Cannon's used the pitch, mm. I think, slid from a long way out to get a acoustic touch on it. Hell of a block, isn't it? So... It's another corner, left-hand side for Mansfield, dinked into the far post, Ogongwa punches it into the ground, rather. It gets to the edge of the area. It's worked wide again. Cross, dinked to the far post, Ogongwa, good work. Stretches and punches it clear. We'll come back in again. Those balls played back to Reed in midfield. Wrexham step out, and he goes back to the keeper. Wrexham got out quickly there. He's been a bit conservative, I think, going back to the keeper, but nonetheless, Wrexham closed down his options. Big ball wide, Flint's trying to get inside, and he gets a foul from Evans, and that'll be a yellow for Evans. I mean, I think Flint's made the drama of it, perhaps, but then I would if I was him. He was a good 25 yards out on the flank, but it was a good diagonal. He got goal side, his shirt was pulled, he went down. Yeah, it was a bit of six, one half a dozen of the other to start with, and Aidan Flint spotted his opportunity, essentially let go of George Evans' shirt and chucked himself to the ground. Yeah, and the ref, to be fair, can only give what he sees. Absolutely, so, it was... Oh, another yellow is after the No, that, that was the oh. yellow for Evans. Right. I think it, it was absolutely a foul. The six one half doesn't give us how it started. And you can see George Evans' frustration that essentially he's fallen for Aiden Flint's tricks and conceded the free kick. Yeah. <laughs> so free kick. Yeah, it was notable that Ford was arguing with the ref. Evans just went back into the box and thought, you know, okay, I did that. It's uh, And also that, that instant just before as well, great block by Cannon and the ball came across. And like I say, he did get the block on just for a second, I thought, as the ref just evened it up after that astonishing decision not to give a corner about five minutes ago. But no, he did get a block, and it was a huge block because Cargill was winding himself up. He had lots of time to hit it, and Cannon did brilliantly to lunge in and get the block. So dangerous position this. Keeler done. It's about 25 yards out, left-hand side, right-footed delivery. I wouldn't rule out him shooting, but it's more obviously a crossing position. Wrexham have got two men, though, and Oconco is looking around the walls. It's floated to the far post. Flint is there, but it's headed away from him. And then Cannon volleys it out for a throw-in. I think it may have been Dolby at the back there. Whoever it was did a great job of heading that ball clear from Flint. Yeah, it did look like Dolby. who certainly had a fantastic start to this game. He's a monster, Flint, isn't he? He's enormous. Through to the near post, Cargill tries to bring it down, and it goes behind for the goal kick to the delight of the Wrexham fans. Cargill throws the ball angrily into the ground. The effect of his angry gesture rather ruined by the fact that the ball just stays there and doesn't bounce back up again. <laughs> and the Conqueror runs across to pick it up. Yes, we're um, Mansfield fans complaining that the Conqueror is taking his time. Uh, I, I would refer you back to Flint then going down with that challenge. It was a foul. Wouldn't you do it in that situation? Well, the Conqueror, likewise, wouldn't you waste time in that situation? He steps up now, hits it through the middle. Dolby coming across, Flint goes beyond him, headed away. Again, Cannon tidy, knocking it down to Ford. Ford having to go backwards, and Evans will have to go back to Oconquo. Oates chases him, but Oconquo calmly feeds it out to O'Connor on the left-hand side. O'Connor equally calmly cuts inside Bory and plays a suicidal pass, giving it straight to Wally Clark. Edge of the area, he cuts inside, stands it up to the far post. Keeler done tight angle, drills it in. Big, big block by Evans. Oh, Connor then, horrible mistake. But Jones's tracking back was crucial in denying the initial chance. And then Evans did brilliantly. Now a ball over the top, which Mullen is chasing, and Flint has the head behind for the corner. Mullen applauds the, uh, the idea of playing it forwards early. 
Goodness me, threat of both ends there, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. You called it right. James Jones just did enough to put the player off in mm. the first place. And Davis Keeler done his touch wasn't great on the far side. It just seemed to get away from him. And that gave George Evans enough time to make a very mm. crucial block. Baltimore Wrexham fanatic says that Dolby from Coventry has time travelled to today. He's an FA Cup hero like that. He certainly is enjoying the, enjoying the game. Yeah, he's enjoying the competition, isn't he? I remember his yeah. goal against Oldham as well last season. Oh, yeah. I was, I was trying to say competition. I don't know why I said enjoying the game. It's a bit dumb. McLean will take the corner. He's not been in a rush to get over there. Baltimore Wrexham fanatic also said he loves Tom O'Connor's calmness under pressure. But he must have said that just before that pass. As McLean sweeps it under the bar nastily. It goes all the way across. And has missed it back in the goal mouth. Flint uses height to head it clear. And then a foul is given against Cannon. He was stretching rather for it. So I think the refs were right. Lewis went down and just made sure the refs saw it. But again, don't blame him. No, he's just challenging, wasn't he? Trying to keep that ball mm. alive. I think he just got enough of a touch on the man to uh, give away the free kick. Yeah, it's all about how much contact there, wasn't it, really? But yeah, I can see why the ref gave it. So the free kick. I, I must say, Baltimore Wrexham fanatic, normally I would 100% agree with you on O'Connor's calmness. That was an unusual error. As Mansfield come forwards, that's a tempting little ball, but a Concord as well gets out the box and half volleys out for a throw in the halfway line. So, Wrexham 1-0 up, 37th minute, Sam Dolby striking again. He's given away, and Lee picks the ball up on the edge of his area and is very calm under pressure. Ball dinked forwards. It's important touch by Lewis, stops Dolby from picking it up, throws to Wrexham 10 yards into Mansfield's territory, and a, a rare low where both off and on the pitch, it all goes a little bit quiet because this has been a, a proper... Hammer and Tongs cup tie so far. Wrexham offering movement to McLean, who eventually, oh dear, just throws it straight to Lewis. He's trying to make a tackle to win it back. Out manager Wrexham are three men on Reed, and in the end, the referee gives the free kick to him. Yeah, McLean just seems to get his throw in completely wrong there. It's really odd, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, these things happen. Free kick taken short anyway, and it's Flint driving it long O'Connor on the chase it'll turn him and he's under pressure from Oates O'Connor's done well to get there first and he's done equally well to drill it clear lovely touch by Lee under pressure he's still under pressure right in the touchline and calmly feeds it into the box where Toza can knock it forwards Dolby jumps and nudges Flint surely yep free kick on the halfway line it's hard to beat Flint isn't it yeah very hard mm. Sam Dolby just wasn't subtle enough there as he no. gave him a nudge in the back no. Yeah, Flint got off ahead of him. What's a nice ball on the corner by Clark. Keeler done. Running at Toza. Brilliant work by Toza. He was he was stepped up. He was exposed. He kept calm. Made a brilliant tackle. Now Wrexham are breaking. With Dolby playing a first-time ball towards Mullen. Good cover by Brunt. He gets the ball clear. In fact, he plays a decent pass. But O'Connor, again, helped a little bit this time by the ball stopping on the pitch. Gets a good foot in. O'Connor on the halfway line. As, oh, dear. He doesn't realise there's trouble coming. He's lost the ball cheaply again. Cannon can't stop. Clark from driving forward through the middle of the pitch. Cute little pass on again, and it's helped on again. A chance for a shot now as Bory on the right side of the box. Swarver closes down his own angle. Toza stuck to him, and in the end, Bory drives it off him for the corner. But good job, Bory didn't make his mind up a bit quicker, frankly. Yeah, he tackled himself almost, didn't he? He's trying to work out what to do with the ball. Gave Ben Toza a chance to come across just after he made that brilliant tackle as well to deny Davis Keeler done. I was worried he got caught on his heels for a moment, but he just stuck a boot out and timed the tackle to perfection. 
sort of situation where he's he's stepped up a little bit. He's completely exposed. Wonderful tackle. Here comes the away swinging corner to head six yard box. Headed away well by Lee and then fit further as well by Ford and Wrexham. Good break here. Mullins being held up well. He hangs onto it and plays it down the line, but Dolby hasn't made that run. However, Mullin has got the ball clear and given Wrexham a chance to get the shape back. Mullin's not getting that much of a chance to show what he can do up front, but he's, as ever, playing well in terms of driving forwards, dropping off, and has played some lovely little passes as Mansfield have got a player down off the ball here, Clark, and they put the ball off the pitch. Yeah, Paul Mullin's always involved in games, isn't he? That's what I like so much about him, comparing to Macaulay Langstaff, who we saw last week, a game that Langstaff had no impact on the game. He couldn't find a goal, and I struggled to think of too many things he did. You know, marry that to the fact Ben Tozer played so well, and Evans and O'Connor as well. But you won't see that from Paul Mullen, I don't think. Well, the change is going to have to be made, so Clark, who's been the driving force for them, is replaced. Although George Maris comes on, and I like Maris. Play up front or in the hole, and can drift about, find space well. I, I like him. The referees uh, might be getting a little frustrated in the moments, because... It looked like it might be a longer spell of treatments, but Mansfield acted very swiftly to bring Clark off. Wrexham have all come across to take on liquids and advice. And so <laughs> the referee blew his whistle uh, in annoyance and then thought, oh, stop it. So he gave us 30 seconds. Mullen gets an applause from the, from the home crowd. There's a, a rarity for throwing the ball back to the keeper. And not commenting on Mansfield's fans, just all fans. Lee heads it partly away, but Bory picks it up. Interesting to see from the restart how much deeper Lee was than McLean then, having to make an emergency header away. We do do that sometimes. It makes me a little wary sometimes. We got caught out like that at Stockport a couple of times. But anyway, here's Flint coming forwards, feeds it to the edge of the box. Bory lays it off nicely. The angle initially isn't good for a, a shot on goal, but Mansfield keep it moving and ping it out to Cargill on the left. Back inside, little give and go by Reed. And Mansfield trade forwards and give it away to Mullen now. Dolby's bursting down the right and Mullen can't quite release it in time. But the ricochet falls for Lee, driving at the centre-backs. Mullen's going one way. Lee cuts inside, beats his man, hits it. Brilliant save, Dolby with the rebound. Double save. Unbelievable goalkeeping. Wrexham could have put it to bed there. But Dolby shot two straight and Pim got up brilliantly to palm it away. Yeah, fantastic play by Elliot Lee to start. Just pounced on that loose ball, drove at the defence. Really good shot on his right foot. I think Sam Dolby might have been better placed hitting it with his right foot too. The left footed shot just closed the angle up and Pim was able to recover to make the double save. Goodness me, Pim has kept Mansfield in this game with a couple of magnificent saves. That one onto the bar as well. The Wrexham looking so dangerous coming forward. Mansfield, the architects of their own problems then with their giving the ball away sloppily in midfield. Here's McLean with a corner and in swinger. Into the last five minutes of the half. A flat one and it's a Decent one, it drops loose on the end. Well, it'll be cleared just about because Toes have got a tackling on the edge of the area. Wrexham fight back so well to win that back. And now Wrexham have it on the halfway line with Ford. Jones, in fact, it was who made that tackle. Jones had an excellent first half. A few players you could say that off. Ooh, under pressure, though. Connor nearly got tackled. He was the last defender. Bory would have been one-on-one -on -one with the Conquo. Here's McLean popping up on the right after the set piece. Ball given away this time by Jones. Those he fails to hit Mullin. And it's Pim driving it long as Dolby, his nemesis, comes towards him. Again, a horrible bounce. And Ford, who's on the left, does well to sort out his feet and come driving forwards. 
Plays roll over the champ after that set piece. Good ball to the edge of the area. Mullen, another lovely first line ball. Return pass, Mullen hits it. Great save again. Unbelievable from Pem. Oh, the one touch combination between Dolby and Mullen. Magnificent. Fantastic link up by the two strikers. He's opened his body up to hit that on his left foot. And Christy Pym, once again, you said it yourself, he's kept Mansfield in the game at 1 0. Mm. Here comes the corner and away swinger from the left hand side. Wow, what a performance by Pym. McLean again. Three players split around the penalty spot. It's swept to the far post. It's attacked by Lee. Drops it in. It scuds around the goal mouth. It's blocked on the line. And then it's given away. Mansfield fans concerned. Cannon sweeps a good ball back in. Headed away. It'll come to James Jones. Who launches it. Wow, big block. That could easily have been going in. And even Pym, well, Wrexham are screaming for a penalty. They're not going to get it. Because the ref's already pointed for the corner. Absolutely convinced it's hit Aidan Flint's arm on the way. It's certainly hit Flint, it's deflected behind. Brilliant shot by James Jones, just mm. unleashed a rising shot from the edge of the penalty area. Well, I mean, Wrexham are asking them to go to the linesman, which rather suggests that they really think they've got a case, but it is a corner. They were all pointing to the linesman on the halfway line. But nothing given. McLean sweeps it in once more and headed down into the goal mouth on a foul given against Dolby. A bit harsh on my angle, but okay. Yeah, it didn't seem to be an awful lot in that, did there? Well, Milan Mush on Ars Wrexham saying that Dolby wants more playing time. Well, this is a very good advert for it, isn't it? He's fighting like hell for everything. His combination plays, one touch play with Mullen, wonderful. And frankly, if he had a normal human in goal for Mansfield, 3 0 would be a perfectly reasonable scoreline, I think. Cargill now squaring it as it is Nigel Clough with 30 seconds plus added time has got a half time where he can try and reset them that's a neat little pass by Brunt to send Reed away he works it out wide to the right hand side Johnson level the edge of the box cuts inside Wrexham got the bodies back Johnson down the line but the attempt to find him is inaccurate and Wrexham win it back and that's handball oh the ball rolled down the line and I don't understand what was going on then. I think it's, give, it's a throw in, I think. Oh, he has given a throw, but he didn't. Oh, I see, it's because the ref, again, he's one of these refs who's told the linesman, don't put your flag up until I tell you to put your flag up. I thought O'Connor had picked her up, and it was handball then. Anyway, Mansfield have it on the halfway line. Flint knocks it over the top, massively overhit. There'll be two minutes of added time. And wow, Wrexham have certainly put on a show in this first half. Yeah, but it's, it's been, only one now. Yeah, it's been a fantastic performance. Getting themselves on the front foot, exploiting Mansfield, and I think generally just dealing with the conditions a lot better as well. They've been faster to the balls that have plugged in the pitch. They've been expecting it more. They'll be a mull in. The link up up front's been fantastic. Just lacking that second goal. A Oconquo drills it through the middle. Dolby's jumping and Flint beats him to it. Cannon creates a loose ball Jones I think with justification thinks he's been pushed in the back nothing given Mansfield scrapping for the loose ball but lead as well gets it ahead of Keeler Dunn and works it wide and now there's lots of space for McLean to drive into places the feet of Mullen good tackle on him from behind throwing goes Wrexham's way 35 yards out too far out for Toza McLean with the ball in his hands has got Mullen down the line Dolby on the edge of the box We've had a minute and a half. Oh, there's a bit of space here for Cannon. He takes it in his stride. Back to McLean. Space of midfield now for Lee. 
he looks up at the switch but decides to go in the other direction. And that's a nice dummy by Cannon, and Lee tries to surge on into the area. And he's won, I think, a throw by the corner flag. It's launched out of the ground and even over the whatever part of the retail park we're in. <laughs> it's over there. He's put it over that too. James McLean desperate to get a corner then. Referee not buying his protest. Short throw to Toza. Poked back, and McLean can cross it now. Swings it in under the bar. Mullen, oh, did he not touch it? He got oh. a little, little bit of a touch, not enough on yeah. it. Oh, that Fantastic was a chance. ball. Wonderful ball in by McLean. That's the last action of a half, but Mullen, free header six yards out. The defender in front of him, I think, may have unsighted him when he jumped in his way. And Mullen got a touch on it, but not enough to divert it home. And interestingly, the man who come to it next to it thought it was a penalty. They thought it was handball, but... To be fair, no Wrexham player asked for that, did they? So, um, no, I think I think, I think it just may have been just, I don't know, unsighted. Otherwise, you'd expect Mullen to bury those, wouldn't you? Yeah, wondering, unsighted, exactly that. I wonder if he wasn't quite expecting it to beat the two Wrexham players in front of him. Yeah. I think with Evans and Dolby. Fantastic half by Wrexham. Oh, yeah. the only shame is it's only 1-0. Well, exactly. What a performance by Wrexham. A one-goal lead, but only... Only a one-goal lead. How the heck it's only one? Well, I'll, I'll tell you how. Christy Pym. What a keeper he is. I was looking on um, the Who Scored website, which is it was quite interesting. That's a statistical website. It gives ratings to players. Now, OK, they've got their own formula. I'm always a little wary with that sort of thing, personally. Um, although, I, having, you know, now for the first time, I'm actually watching my team in that formula because they didn't do it in the National, National League. I'm finding that, yeah, often quite a lot of it reflects what I've seen so okay I'll give it I'll give it some respect but they've got Christy Pym as the best player in the whole division on current form and frankly I can see <laughs> looking at that I reckon they may have got that about right yeah we didn't test him enough in the league game between the two teams Rexons didn't really create too many out clear-cut chances it's been the total opposite today and without Christy Pym it could easily be 2-3-4-0 and you'd have to say it would be justified if it was as well yeah. Absolutely. Um, just out of interest, stat fans um, in their top 10, Elliot Lee is seventh and Keeler Dunn is 10th. Fans were the only team with two players in that top 10. Like I say, it doesn't really count for a lot, but I, I, it sort of passes the eye test that generally it reflects what I've seen when I've been to matches. Um, other stats that Lee has been like up there in, in chance creation and carrying the ball across the division since the start of the season, surprise, surprise, plus goal scoring, because you know, he is one of the highest scorers. But also, um, Mendy remains right up there in terms of like assists per minute uh, and chances created per minute. I, I think a lot of that is boosted by that Wimbledon game when he was absolutely on fire and put some wonderful balls in. Um, and also, quite a, a weird sort of statistical anomaly, just to remind everyone that with stats, never totally trust them is that Sam Dolby has been right up there as one of the most effective strikers of the season. I'm not criticising him, but it's basically sort of like chances created per minute. Because when he came on, oh no, he's one of an early season game where he made a couple of good chances. And as a result of that, and the fact that he's often come off the bench, his chances per minute stats are great. But um, today, he's actually putting it out on the pitch, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. In all fairness, he does create chances when yeah. he's coming off the bench. He's facing a defence that's generally been battered by Oli Palmer for at least an hour and takes advantage of that. He's a very physical player. He's quick as well. And he's got an incredible shot on him as we've seen with yeah. the goal. He is a big asset to this Wrexham side. 
And I, for one, was glad to see him get that new contract that was confirmed yeah. earlier, uh, a couple of weeks ago now. Oh, I think it's fantastic, that, to be honest. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he, he had a sort of slow start to the season, and it was a shame. And, and I felt, in a way, just one of those unlucky things that he, he, had, he seemed to have a very good pre-season to me and earned the right, especially after the second half of last season, to start the first match of this season. And it just didn't click for him in that game. It was unfortunate. And I'm glad as well to see him get starts because it's, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy, can't it? You, you keep doing well off the bench, so you never progress from the bench. But he's had a great one-and-a-half game so far starting, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's taken his opportunity, exactly as somebody said on Ask Jackson before. We have good strikers at the club. We have Ollie Farmer, we have Stephen Fletcher, we have Sam Dolby and Paul Mullen as well. We can't play all of them, so it's important that when they're on the pitch, yeah. we're getting, you know, they're leaving nothing behind, we're getting everything out of them. I've not even mentioned Jake Bickerstaff's name in there, I just yeah, looked down yeah. and seen him warming up down there. We have plenty of options up there, and every single one of them has made a contribution this season already. Sam Dolby at the end of last season was fantastic. He's still a young striker, and I think a lot of people forgot this, that he was our young player of the season last season. That is how young he is at the end of the day. There is a, potentially a bright future there. Phil Parkinson clearly rates him highly. He's, you know, even when he's using from the bench, he uses him in almost every game. Yeah. And he's yeah, a brilliant player. I've seen a few people criticise his work rate, which I think is unfair because I think that it's the way he's asked to play. He's not asked to close down keepers. He's not asked to close down defenders. And yes, when you compare him to Paul Mullen, it's a very different style of play that you're watching. But Paul Mullen is asked to do those things because he can recover quicker. Sam Dolby's there to provide a very different kind of physical threat to the defence. We've seen it today. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all sarky now, so I apologise, listeners. But I, I'm really interested. You know, you said you've seen people criticising his work rate. I mean, I question those people's judgments, I've got to say. I, for me, if you, if you were to say Sam Dolby to me, I think the first thing I would say is tireless running down the channels, tireless you know, running down the flanks to draw people out, carrying the ball like he did with that one too. I, I, I think he's a, he's a workhorse as well as a good player. I, it just amazes me when people say things like that, to be honest with you. Uh, so I think a lot of it comes from the fact he's not the sort of striker to harry defenders, harry the goalkeeper, get in their faces and close them down. But we've seen games, the game here in the league, which he seems to keep referring back to today, was a perfect example of the fact that we're not set up to play like that. Clearly, Phil Parkinson doesn't want his players pressing high up the pitch. So many games we see where we'll allow the defence to have the ball in their own half, and then it's the midfielders that imp like, implement the press instead. Paul Mullen's a bit of an anomaly in that he's just a bit of a wasp, isn't he? He'll, he'll buzz around, he'll get in, in people's faces. That doesn't mean Sam Dolby's not working hard. He's just performing a different job for the team. Absolutely, and, and I think as well, often you look at what we're doing when other sides have the ball at the back, we, we'll, we'll commit those two strikers forwards, but then, as I said earlier, they're not pressing, they're just putting pressure on, if you will. They're jogging around, they're not trying to really engage those centre-backs, they're just going to block a few passing channels and, and maybe force teams across into a part of the pitch where they've got their out ball, the one that we want, the player we want to be the out ball, so that then it can trigger us pressing. And then often it's Lee or Cannon in this game, it seems, who will be that third person stepping up for that bit of secondary pressure like that. But then it's only if you can pass through us that we then start to close down, which is inevitable because those players, at least one of them will be close probably to the ball and able to get across and help a press. And we'll force you down the sides of the pitch and the touchline then becomes a Wrexham player. Um, I mean, ironically, I, I keep referring back to the Stockport game, even though it didn't work in the end, 
because it was the most graphic illustration of what we were trying to do. The, the moment you got, their dangerous full-backs got it, our wing-backs rather, so our wing-backs made 20-yard shuttle runs just to stop them coming forward so they couldn't, and then we were, we were using the two strikers to put pressure on two of the three centre-backs because we clearly thought Lawrence Maguire was the player who would then go forward to get excited and give the ball away, and then he would be allowed a reasonably free run to come in midfield and pass the ball to Luke Young. And the, the problem came when he started pinging lovely passes in behind. Um, well, no, that wasn't the real problem, but it was, it was a, the, the goals didn't come from that. But you could see that was what we do when we don't have the ball. And it was nice. Lee, Lee would step up a bit late just to make sure that that right side of the centre-back can't have the space to play it. And then they'd go back across. Maguire would have it. Jones doesn't make that run because we want Maguire to come forwards into an area the pitch is not happy with. And, and, you know, I think we're very balanced in doing that. We, do, we have different approaches. Uh, I think Parkinson is very good at setting those sort of traps and, and being good off the ball. And then Notts County was a masterclass in it, frankly. Yeah, absolutely. Notts County was the perfect case, as I said before the game, of nullifying the other team's threats. Because the only one, Jody Jones, got plenty of change out of Jacob Mendy. But in all fairness, Jacob Mendy, with his pace on that side, playing his right back, instead of playing his left back, restricted the opportunities for Jones to go past him. It's only because Jody Jones was such a good player that he was probably the one Notts County player that you'd say we didn't have a full hold of in that 90 minutes. Just, uh, just to go back to my nerdy stat man thing for a second as well, you're saying about Dolby being used as a sub. Well, last season he was used 33 times as a sub. Uh, two really revealing points here. One, that's a club record. <laughs> 33 appearances as a sub is quite something. And secondly... You know, although for much of the season we saw him as a sub, he played in 49 games last season. I mean, that, that shows Parkinson's faith in him. He will use him. It was quite a shock last Saturday in the way that, no, not the Saturday before, when he didn't come off the bench. It was like, oh gosh, really? What a shock that is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. He's trusted enough to be used in almost every single game. And he earned his chance last season through his performances in the FA Cup. And you'd have to say on the balance of the 45 minutes so far, he's going to be doing the same again this season. Yeah. Absolutely. Kilted Footy Fan and Ask Wrexham says, my stream is a good 10, 5 minutes behind the audio stream. Well, the reason for that, my friend, is anticipation. Because we know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's my argument, and I'm sticking with it. Um, I need to ask you a quick question, Colin, and I was going to ask you it off-air before the game, so I'm going to show my unprofessionalism. It's 90 minutes and then straight to a replay? Yes, because yes. Colin says yes. I was thinking, I'll just check that before the game. Totally forgot to, and then suddenly hit me when it's one dollar half time. So, um, yeah. Dale. Yes, so the replay date is 14th of November, hence the Port Vale game being moved, just in case. Yeah. It was a lot easier to just move it and just be done with it rather than having to rearrange two games at late notice. Yeah. So we just got the one. Oh, cool. That was my guess. I'm, I'm quite pleased with myself. Um, Dale Webb says there's some home frustration showing, and you know he's, he's, he's in the away end and he can hear them getting annoyed well that's, uh, we'll take that won't we absolutely and Jarvis says shout out to Arthur for making some banging saves on a tricky day for keepers it's not easy that hand he got to the ball I know it only deflected the edge of the area but again that, that massive wingspan he's got his ability to stretch and reach those balls fizzed across the goal is a hell of a quality it's such a huge asset he's such a different kind of keeper because of his height and his wingspan like you said and he made such a good save early on too. The one-handed one to deny Dave. It wasn't Keeler Dunn. Keeler Dunn played the pass through. I can't remember who he denied now. And then even down to the fact there was that long-range shot that he just held. And you know, don't underestimate how difficult that is on a day like today. 
Oh yeah, I, I, I held very few shots over, you know, a good 25 or so years of goalkeeping, so trust me. Now then, have a look at that, um, Colin, because Ran has put up a replay of the handball shout, and if that is not a handball, by, this is by Aidan Flint in the goal mouth, then I am a pineapple. Um, Jones drills it wonderfully with his left foot, takes a slight deflection, and Flint sticks his arm out and blocks it with his arm. It's a, it's a stonewall bouncing. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't seen that replay. Mm. Aidan Flint just completely misjudged it. Yeah. Unlike him, because he is such a good defender mm. and so good for the level he plays at, playing in League Two, but that's an absolutely clear penalty. Absolutely, no question. I, I'm going to stand up for the referee, though, and say that if your angle's not right, the fact that you can see the ref here, mm, you know, maybe there's people in his way. If, if you can't see it, you can't give it. So I, I, I don't have an issue with that at all. Likewise, the linesman, I can see why Wrexham were asking. Yeah, they may well have the player blocking his view looking at the replay again. It was through a crowd, and I think yeah. you mentioned the Wrexham players have pointed to the linesman on the halfway yeah. line. And although he's furthest away, he may have actually been the only one with any chance of seeing that yeah. because it's gone through the crowd. Yeah, theoretically, he might have been able to see it, but having said that, he's a long way off the ball, isn't he? So you'd be quite lucky to see a linesman bold enough to give that call. Or, well, maybe to be fairer, certain enough to give that call as Mansell come back out now for the second half. But yeah, that is, I mean, that is, that, if it was VAR, penalty, no question. That's yeah. got to be given. He moves his arm towards it. The ball is struck from a good 25 yards away from him. So, wow, that is a big, big moment, that. Anyway, Mansell's around, Wrexham aren't. And, oh, Milan Mush has written a haiku about the first half. You know, so, one of those moments just makes you glad. Just makes you glad to be here. Milan Mush says, first half, they soared high. Team's grace and skill caught the eye. Victory draws close. Well, let's hope. But poetry is truth. Truth is beauty. Beauty. What's, which way around is no beauty is truth, isn't it? John Keats there. But a Keats action. How many more quotes to the... I might go a bit metaphysical. I might get a bit of John Donne in for you. What do you reckon? That's what the people need, isn't it? I think I'm getting revenge now from my broken... <laughs> Colin's just throwing his hands up in there, shaking his head. He's not I, I don't know where to go next, Mark. Fair point, fair point. <laughs> oh. And oh, the fireworks are still cracking. Oh, my gosh, a card oh, is this cardboard box? Oh, Matt Waters, my favourite person in the entire world, has brought me, I think, the famous Mansfield half-time. Hang on a sec. It's not a chip bap, it's a box with some chips. What the? We're lacking a key component here. <laughs> In fact, the supporter behind me, you know, knows this stuff, so it's not worth it. I mean, that's shocking. Promised a chip bath and look what happened. That's a, unbelievable. I think they've heard uh, mine and Matt's uh, debate last time as to whether it was a bath <laughs> or a butty and decided yeah. to give us neither. Well, the, yeah, the debate's bath or butty, definitely not worry about this time. I'm sure they're lovely. And this is a lovely club, to be fair. I really like coming to Mansfield. But this is the first blow to their reputation in 25 years of coming here, I tell you. <laughs> Oh, it's a good chip, though. All right, it's a good chip. I'll, I'll, ste I'll step back. Yeah, I'll step back from the ledge. So, oh, nice. it is a good chip. But Matt Waters is no longer the man that I love. I got a bit of cramp in my hip because I stacked the chair at the start of the match. And I'm sitting funny. Anyway, Wrexham restart. Evans with the big diagonal. Too high for Dolby. Throw into Mansfield. They need to reset, even if it's just in terms of their quality coming forwards. 
Let's see what difference it makes as Bory wins a good header. Oates holds it up, a good strength. Tries to drive down the right into that muddy section. The ball doesn't come with him and he's unlucky. McLean tackles him. Wrexham buzzing around the ball and forcing Mansfield backwards. Good harrying by Cannon. Back pass force from in the Wrexham half. And Pim has to come out of the box to deal with this. Ooh, and he mishits it. Headed falls nicely and, well, Dolby just couldn't quite bring her under control. The ball splashed up again. The ball dies as O'Connor brings it down. Good ball to Darth Weather and to Dolby. Nice ball around the corner. McLean driving forwards. Mullen is on the edge of the area and he's furious that McLean didn't rip an early one end. It would have been needed a good ball, but it was on if he could drop it over the centre-back's head in Mullen's space. As it is, Wrexham still have it. Lee Whedon working it backwards. Toza helping it on. And Wrexham patience. Moving it around the halfway line. Toza. Knocks it long and Bruns misjudges the bounce. Mullins in on goal here. He gets in the box. Bruns pulling his shoes. Mullin tries to dribble. He's still going, but defenders are getting back now. And, you know, for me, you've got to ask the question. Oh, hang on. Mullin blocks it and Lee picks it up again. And Wrexham is still on the front foot here. Ford. Left footed cross. First one I can remember didn't get in the box. It got blocked well. Now Mansell can try and break. The thing I was going to say was just, oh, hang on. Mansell give it away again. Their fans furious as Ford lays it off and wins a throw. Um, if that was an advantage, because Mullen was clearly been pulled all over the place until he got in the box, Can't, at the least, uh, Brun should be booked, surely. Yeah, or come back for a free kick, even if you're not going to give the penalty for where the initial pull was. Mansfield just don't seem to be able to cope with the conditions as well as Repton no. have been. Lovely there by, oh dear, by Mullen. And Ford gets the throw and given against him. You're listening to live potato eating. It's a, that's a Rembrandt reference as well. Um, well, no, it was poetry we were on, wasn't it? Not art, sorry. Throwing taken. Kind of fighting in midfield. Can't get out with the ball, though. Oates works it wide. Bowery now cutting in from the left. There was a great run over the top, but it wasn't used. Now the switch is on. No good ball to Johnson in the box. Right-hand side pulls it back. Shot. Oconquo saves well. Good first time hit by Rees. Oconquo stood up well. Pushed around the post. First time in a long time, Mansfield. have got space behind the Wrexham defence. A good cut back as well. After a Conco, good solid saving goal. Wrexham. Wrexham on top. But hit on a break there, now having to dig in. Corner comes in, good volley, clear that by Dolby. Again, ball's worked out wise. And the ball will come in now from Johnson, who swings to the far post. And it's too high for Flint. Good nudge on him by O'Connor just to make sure. Certainly inside the rules of the game, and in fact offside given against Flint as well. So Conco. Standing up to be counted when needed. And now he's got the ball for a free kick in the six-yard box. I'm always reluctant to talk about a goalkeeper early in a game, but he has been such a good addition to this Wrexham team. Absolutely. Don't worry. Mm. Chips. Sorry. Um, I'll take off the bad luck you could have tempted by saying that's the goal where Wrexham let in the worst goal in our history. The Vince O'Keefe howler. My word. Long clearance by Oconquo. I'll get out in a second. Well, I'll say that. Also, Mayabi letting it go that end. So don't worry. It was Mayabi I thought you were going to say as yeah. well. Oh, O'Keefe was worse. Well, uh, Mayabi, of course, famously, was when we were both in the National League. Wrexham Mansfield came down the same season. Mansfield won the league, clinched it by beating us on the last day of the season. Although we did pick a reserve team, that's it, okay? Captain by Glenn Little. Uh, so a nice layoff uh, here chance now again for Mansfield to come forward an open chance for Oates drives it good save again by Oconquo the angle went tight 
He couldn't take it early, and Okonko stood up well. The shot was driven straight at him, but he still had the alert to, to block that. Yeah, it's what Arthur Okonko offers in goal, isn't it? The dangle did tighten, like you said. And as soon as it does, he's such a big player, such a big presence. It's so hard to get past him from there. Massive kick. Dolby flicks it on. Mullen on the chase, headed clear. Cannon picks it up. He can switch it to McLean and does so. And McLean coming forwards on the left-hand side. Lee is asking to drag it back to him, which he does. Nice vision by Lee. Just rolls the ball. Inside pass. Keeler done. Cannon now. Goes back to Toza. Well, Mansfield's starting to show a bit more threat. Oh, lovely touch by Cannon. Lee on the left turns away from his man. Oh, tries to play McLean through. Big interception by Johnson. And then a hospital pass by him, but Mansfield managed just about to retrain possession. Wrexham having to dig in here. The ball picked up by Keeler Dunn. And squared on. And on the right-hand side, Johnson has a chance to deliver, level the edge of the area. He takes on McLean, gets past him rather easily, pulls it backwards, ball dinked in nastily and just off target. I think that was a cross, to be honest, rather than the shot, as it was swept in by Maris and Okonko was able to leave it. Yeah, it's definitely an attempted cross. Did for a moment look like it might threaten Arthur Okonko, but in the end just dropped harmlessly wide. Yeah, he looked calm enough, although doesn't he always, to be fair to him. So goal kick to Wrexham, but Mansell just showing a bit of threat. There. Okonko with the kick. Yeah, so Miyabi, Wrexham goalkeeper, let in a goal at that end from the Mansfield goalkeeper, Adam Marriott. He just launched a big kick and it bounced over Miyabi's head. It wasn't a great moment. The ball holds up as Mansfield play over the top, but again, O'Connor is alert. McLean turns and wins a throw. But it was just one of those things. I remember being there and just the moment left to keep his foot, you think, oh, Miyabi's a long way out there. That bounces. The opposite type of pitch, it was quite bouncy and he just took off and flew over him. Throw down the line. Lovely touch by Dolby. He's done well. He finds Lee in midfield. What a vision. Sees it to Ford on the right now. Ford running once more at Cargill. Goes on the outside. And gets into the box and is fouled. Surely, is he? Referee says no. Well, I mean, he may have been looking for it, but Cargill obliged. I thought he stepped across him. Now here's a breakaway. Ball brought down well by Keel Dunn. Helped it on. Reed over the top. Well read by Toza. Calmly nods it down. Wrecks and break once more. McLean with a big diagonal and Brunt heads it square, very weak and only just beaten to it was Dolby as Flynn stepped in. Maris now is playing deeper than he did in the first match, having come off the bench, squares it. Ball out to the flank, Johnson, left the edge of the area, running at McLean, he gets a foot in, but Dila Dunn drives in the cross and it's put wide from six yards out. Huge chance for Bowery, unmarked, near post, met it cleanly, but missed the target. Yeah, he has to do better. You've got to at least hit the target from there. A little bit too easily. Mansfield getting down this right-hand side in the last couple of minutes. Very good crossing. I think that should have been 1-1. How about the penalty shot by Ford, though? Cargill stepped across him, certainly. Yeah, he's, it's exactly that, isn't it? Anthony Ford's played for it, haven't tried to take him. He's still mm -hmm. talking to the linesman on the far side from us at the moment. He was barged. There was no question of yeah. that. And he was in the box, no question. Ball along and Dolby flicks it on and important <gasps> interception by Flint. Mullen looked like he was clear. Reed gets a free kick. Wrexham can't believe that. It looked like he'd lost it on the edge of the day. Kick taken quickly. And Mansfield again just building up calmly at the back. 
Ball knocked over the top, and O'Connor deals with that. His header will be kept in by Lee, who slips on the wet surface, allowing Keeler Dunn to cut in from the flank. Wrexham get back. Helped on by Reed. Poor pass that played behind his man. Ford's just beaten to it. Alert play by Oates. He'll have to go back to the halfway line. Ball on the halfway line now. Um, I agree with Blake on Ask Wrexham. Encouraging to see so many well-earned chances created in the run of the play against quality opponent. Feels like the chemistry's taken shape over the last couple of games. I agree. Wrexham standards as Cannon makes an excellent interception. Have been really high last two games against excellent opposition as Tequila Dunn nearly gave the ball away. But as it is, the ball is carried forwards, played to the edge of the area, popped off. Onto the flank, Wrexham keeping their shape holes, and Maris has a chance to switch it, and does to the right, Johnson taking on McLean, he beat him last time we ran at him, and he's got the cross in, deflection, chance, pulled in the goal mouth, and they're going through Dealer Dunn's legs, what a chance, he's about three yards out, and somehow Wrexham escaped the danger, oh do they? Lee caught in possession, slides in, and the referee blows his whistle, what's he given? He's not pointing either way, he's given the free kick on the edge of the area, well, I mean, Lee slid in. I'm not sure it was a foul, but for me, it carried on into the box. It would have been a penalty. I don't... The rest chickened out a bit there for me. It all came from the fact Elliot Lee's tried to take on men in the corner of the penalty area. He's got the ability to do so, but it's always risky. He's overrun it, been dispossessed. Just moments before that, Davis Keeler done. He just had to get a touch on that cross. Mansfield have had the last five, seven, eight minutes just completely on top of this game. Absolutely right. Free kick right on the edge of the box. Big wall, four-man wall with a runner. Keeler then stands with his hands on his hips while the ref sorts that wall out. But yeah, Wrexham had to get that away, failed to do so. Could easily be in a penalty. Conco's positioned himself for a cross here, but Davis Keeler done might fancy a shot from there. Mm. If he can get that over the wall, onto the wall side, then, well, Conco, I guess, backing his ability to get across, but... The problem is that Wrexham can't defend too high with a free kick like this, so the rest of the defenders are picking up on the edge six yard box. So Congo's got to watch that. Here comes Keeler Dunn. He does go for goal and he puts it in the side netting quite a long way off, to be fair. And Wrexham will be very happy with that. Yeah, it's been a mad couple of minutes, and I think Wrexham just need to take this thing out of this yeah. one. Arthur Congo in no rush to take this goal kick. Quite right, quite right. There's a long time left. 56th minute here at Field Melt. And it's a proper battle, this. What a game. Only one goal in it at the moment, surprisingly. But Mansfield are looking more of a goal threat than the league game. Wrexham, well, I mean, we could have had three or four. We're not for Christy Pym and a couple of penalty decisions. Massive header by Brunt, throw to Wrexham on the halfway line. So, sorry, well. I was going to say, it's taken a long time, but Mansfield have just finally settled into that rhythm we were expecting mm. to see from, from them from the very start of the game. And sometimes, oh, as Jones gives it away badly. Bowery now, lead support. He squares it on. Picked up by Keeler Dunn. Good skill, 30 yards out to turn, but he can't get the pass off because James Jones is very diligent. Mind you, it's won back by Bowery. Ball fed in by Reed. Shot by Bowery, way off target. And the crowd groan at that. It was good energy by Mansfield, who kept counter-pressing. But they, they, the end product, he needed to get the ball moving, didn't he? Yeah, it Mansfield have built the ball up well, built the play up well. And the fans getting frustrated at the fact that Jordan Barry just took the shot on. A chance again created from Wrexham's own, own doing. Yeah. Exactly so, exactly so. It's Wrexham. been the exact opposite, hasn't it, of the mm. first half when Wrexham are pouncing on the mistakes. 
So a con quote again, taking his time. We'll hit the goal kick. He's got Dolby as his obvious target. Dolby on naturally brunt side, but Oconco puts it through the middle, which brings Flint into play, and he beats Dolby in the air. Doesn't go very far. Lee heads it on. A ricochet nearly fall for Mullin. Here's Dolby. Mullin edging the area. First time heads. Oh, and a goal! What a finish by Mullin! And that restores a bit of a, frankly, balance to the scoreline. First time finish inside of his right foot into the bottom right corner. And uh, I believe Mullin scored in the FA Cup before. <laughs> yeah, last season's FA Cup top goal scorer does it again. It's come from some lucky ricochets in the end, really. It's kept that attack alive for Wrexham. 2 0 is a scoreline you wouldn't have argued with at half time. I yeah. think on the run of play in the second half, it's been absolutely against that run of play. <laughs> but we're not going to complain. A fantastic finish in Wrexham lead 2 0. Yeah, it's got to be said like a, let's say, restoring the balance of the scoreline. Wrexham could easily score 3 or 4 if we're not for Plim. Cast iron penalty not given, and then a, a good penalty shout in this half, and then finally a second one goes in. But I mean, a good, a good persistence by Rex. Some horrible defending by Mansfield, who again, just like you said, Colin, just didn't seem to deal with the situation very well. And ultimately, they gave the ball away twice in that move once Mullen was found. Oh, what a beautiful, sumptuous finish, right footed inside foot volley into the bottom right corner from the edge of the area. Yeah, fantastic finish. Sam Dolby's done well just to help the ball onto him. Paul Mullen's done the rest. Beautiful stuff. So Wrexham, two goals to the good now. As the ball's played back to the keeper, Mullen makes himself big, and the ball's cleared easily by Pym. Toes in the air against Bory, and the striker wins it well. Oates running at the last defender, chance to hit this, drills it, what a goal! Brilliant finish by Oates! Well, in the pre-match, Nigel Clough said that he wasn't fit enough to play. He looks fit enough to me. Tremendous finish, he ran at George Evans. He stayed on his feet pretty well to force him wise, but he smashed it into the top left corner. Oconco barely had the chance to move. Brilliant finish, pulls Mansfield back into it. Yeah, fantastic finish. Not much more George Evans could have done, no fairness. He got the initial touch on him. He defends touch tight to the attackers, as we've seen before. But in the end, Oates just kept the ball alive and an absolutely clinical finish. Well, this is a proper cup tie, as we said, and now it's bursting into life, Dolby with a good header down the line from the restarts, but it'll be cleared only as far as Lee, who brings it down and plays a nice pass inside. Here's Dolby, great sliding tackle on him. And now Mansfield with a crowd behind him. Feed it forwards, oh, and Evans overcommits. Oh, turns him. He's got two men in support as he breaks down the left. The early cross to Bowie, who puts it over the bar from seven yards out. And it's got to be said, we have not calmed things down after going two up because we've just conceded and then allowed another clear chance. Yeah, fantastic run down the left-hand side by Oates. Came from George Evans, I said he goes touch sides. He tried to win the ball, mm. he completely missed his kick. That one you can pick faults at him for. Good cross in, Jordan Barry just couldn't get his foot around the ball. Still half an hour left of this and it's pretty breathless already. Feels like the last 10 minutes already. A Conquong then to take the goal kick. Steps up. Right footed, headed away by Flint, volleyed back where it came from, flicked on a Mullen, it's just offside. Lovely touch by Dolby again. Lovely finish by Mullen, could get a yellow card for it. Ref is not interested in the time wasting element, but just off. Yeah, it's an unconventional ball forward by Tom O'Connor, he's just drilled mm. it hard into <laughs> Dolby's feet. Brilliant flick on, but it did look offside from up here, and there weren't too yeah. many protests either. So, 
Mansfield really starting to make some noise. They were starting to turn a little bit on their team. Long kick forwards. Bowley helps it on once more. Toza tries to stop Oates from putting the ball in, and he does so. Got tight on him, and Oates misses it for a goal kick. Uh, game on, I believe, is what they, people say in these situations. So, a con quote. <laughs> he spent a lot of time wandering around and with the ball when the ball's dead, didn't he? Again, just saunters across to take the goal kick. But the key again is what we said about set pieces with these restarts, avoid Flint. And again, he's put it pretty much into Flint's area. It's actually Lewis getting up out of him, head to clear. Toza feels he was fouled. And O'Connor's pass puts George Evans under pressure. He's done well to dig out a half clearance. Fed back in, and Evans again overcommits and is turned. But good tackling back again to Sandbag Cannon. His clearance doesn't get rid of it, though. And now the ball's on the edge of the area. Keeler done back to Maris' side. Puts a shot straight. That's a Conquo from outside the box. Easy take. Excellent. The two strikers up where you want to deliver early. But I think understand where Conquo just wants to slow things down now, doesn't it? Yeah, just calming the game down. Exactly what Wrexham needs to do before the second goal. And the game's not lost, as you said, any of its uh, liveliness since that second goal. And Mansfield's goal back have gone in. For Conquo, right-footed, huge kick, that. Dolby against Brunt in the corner of the box, being pulled around. It bounces through to Mullen on the box, it knocks it against Flint, but that just takes the pace off it. The foul's given against Dolby, actually. Well, the ref pointed, yeah, the free kick given. I mean, I don't know, he got such tights, and well, I suppose you, on the pitch you can maybe see who's pulling his shirt, but uh, look the other side, the other way to me, but maybe Dolby initiated it. Jarvis said, I told you FA Cup games go faster than normal ones. Well, yeah, we are five minutes ahead. This one's suddenly dragging, though, I've got to say, as O'Connor heads the ball clear. Still at the last 10 minutes of Coventry. As Keeler Dunn picks it up, pulls it into midfield. Cargill runs into trouble, gets lucky, managed to get past Ford. He drills the ball in the goal mouth, and O'Connor takes this. I don't know if it's a shot across or what, but it wasn't troublesome. And again, O'Connor this time. Feeding her out, nice ball over the top. Now, definitely Dolby has timed that run beautifully. He's got no support, but he cuts it into the box on the right, on his left foot now. Pulls it back to the edge of the air, Cannon, first time! Oh, I think I may just flick the post. Fabulous strike, that. Brilliant hold-up play by Sam Dolby. Mm. waited and waited and waited. Andy Cannon's made a run towards the edge of the penalty area. I do think it did hit the outside of the post. Yeah. He just dragged it too much. Goodness, mate. What a high-tempo game now. Two changes. Cargill is coming off. McLaughlin is coming on. The other player who was not fit enough for the game. And Will Hardly Swan on for Callum Johnson as well. And then is it Johnson comes off. George Cooper. I'm oh, sorry. Will Swan. Will Swan. Beg your pardon. Comes on. Swan. Big target man. So there's a lot of height in this Mansfield side now. McLaughlin's gone into his strongest position at left back. As lead as well to head it away, but Wrexham under incessant pressure. Good foot in by McLean, throwing 25 yards out right hand side to Mansfield. And it's thrown down a flank by Boring. The ball just dies when it hits the ground. It's splashing about as Wrexham fight for it and win a throw in. McLean and Lee battling away. It's. Don't get me wrong, this game should not have been called off. Absolutely not. But it is quite weird to see. As much standing water as there, there is there, and as much of the ball just stopping when the ball's in, and it should be moving on. Throw and taken. 
won by Bory, who's in a slightly more conservative position now. Mix up between McLean and Cannon, and then again, the ball stops as Bory tries to run with it. Bory is responsible to that when McLean gets to the ball. It's to grab hold of McLean's shoulder and pull him down in instalments, and it's a free kick. Wrexham make a change. Mendy is going to come on for Anthony Ford, who has done really well in his first game for a while. Yeah, I'm sure this is a pre-planned one. Anthony Ford mm. is not likely to play too much more than an hour. He's looked good on that right-hand side. A reminder of what he can offer to this Wrexham team. Absolutely. An excellent performance by him. Like we said, he's had quite a long layoff, and so it's appropriate that he gets a bit of a rest. So Mendy will come on again in that on the wrong side again, but to be fair to him, he's putting some very good performances there. Yeah, it's been mentioned before. It's a position that he's played in before, not yeah. his most conventional one. Connor knocks it long. Dolby creates a loose ball, and Lee just beaten to it by Lewis. Reed now on the right-hand side, evades a wild swing by McLean and knocks it long. O'Connor heads it back down the flank, put in by Lee. It's Reed once more. Feeds it backwards. And Brunt keeps the ball moving. McDo um, McLaughlin's first involvement is to lose his balance as the ball's played behind him, but he managed to feed it back decently enough. And then the early ball over the top. Lovely idea by Maris. The ball again dies but O'Connor gets there, does well, and then thrashes a clearance, which Cannon is taken out with now. He's got to do something there. The Wrexham player's furious with the referee. It was a very late challenge by Reed. I feel that maybe one you can take the conditions into account for, to be fair. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it's more than a yellow card. Andy Cannon's rolled himself across the floor just to make every last bit of it. But in wet conditions like this, it was a full, full throttle tackle and... Andy Cannon got there first. Yeah, it was a it was a real hospital ball, wasn't it? And Cannon was did very well to get there first. To be fair, Colin, I think he's rolling over the pitch to dry it out a bit. You know, one of those super soppers they have in cricket. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, that's a yellow more than a red. It was late. He went in hard, but it was a 50-50. Yeah, the referee's got a yellow card in his yeah. hand down there as well. Cannon's needing treatment though, so. We'll have a bit of a delay. Wrexham will be, of course, perfectly happy with that. <laughs> no problem at all with the delay. As, uh, yeah, this just having a look on Ask Wrexham, Jarvis saying about that long-range shot a moment, or it takes a decent hit to beat a Conquo from there. And what a great strike the goal was, for exactly that reason. <laughs> Bustail's N.E. Arthur is like a kicking version of Tozo, with that, that long kick he just dropped on the corner of the Mansfield box. Callan's treatment's taken a while, so Kevin Holland must be a bit concerned about him. There's a late contact on him. Well, it was a late challenge, mm. a full throttle tackle, but I've seen a few of the players protesting about it, but there was no real malice in it. It was just a ball that was there to be won that Andy Cannon got there first. So if it was in dry conditions, you launching like that, yeah, you're in a bit of trouble, but in wet conditions, it's difficult to control your tackle. Does that mean that he was out of control and it could have been more than the yellow card? Possibly, but for me personally, I'm not complaining it just the yellow card. Yeah, me too. Um, just concerned for Cannon, really, as Nath on Ask Wrexham says, you've got to feel for George Evans's light perm in this rain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I haven't said the other disastrous goal at that end. So maybe conceded the nightwear one, but the real, for me, a much worse one was right, well, late 80s, early 90s. Um, we... We played uh, well, what's now the EFL Trophy game here. We had a free kick on the right side of our own penalty area. 
in the days when goalkeepers could pick up the ball. What could possibly go wrong? Well, what went wrong is that Phil Hardy went across to take it. Vince O'Keefe stood two yards away from him. All he's going to do is roll it to O'Keefe and he'll receive the ball. There was a Mansfield player 10 yards away. O'Keefe felt he wasn't 10 yards away and kept complaining about him. And the referee, obviously saying that, but it doesn't really matter because you're going to give it to, you're going to pick it up. Um, oh, Cannon's up and limping very heavily. Wrexham have got Luke Young ready to come on. That's a blow. Um, it really does look uncomfortable. He's played so well in this game, hasn't he? Really good. Yeah, it's another good performance by Andy Cannon. You've got to hope this isn't mm. too serious. He's hobbling off. He looks in a lot of pain. You yeah. hope it's just an impact injury rather than anything worse than that. I've got to say as well, I feel that the rules aren't very well thought through in this situation. They've only got three substitution windows. We've used one player in one of them, which is our right. And now as poor Cannon looks in a right state, his left sock pulled down his leg, helps off by Mullen as well. Um, Young will come on. But, you know, this now costs us a substitution window. If we want to make alterations, we've only got one left now. So we either make, you know, we, we, I don't, I feel that's unfair. If a player's actually hurt like that, clearly, well, I feel you're going to do something about that. It's difficult to police. I think that's the only problem, isn't it? Yeah. In this instance, yeah. the yellow cards come out as a bad foul. Maybe they're the ones where you can say, yes, it, it's perfectly fine. But then you'll also see players going down and trying to get treatment to make a substitution. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I do appreciate the play restarts and Wrexham put out a play. It's a tough call for a ref, but, you know, if a player doesn't have to stay off the pitch for treatment if they're fouled and it's a yellow card, maybe you could say the same in terms of giving an extra substitution window. Good pressing by Young immediately and another throw into Mansfield deep in their own half. Yeah, what happened was that Hardy heard the whistle, rolled it to O'Keefe, just as O'Keefe decided to look up away from the ball and point at the Mansfield pair again. The ball went through his legs. And uh, the Vansville player just ran in and tapped it into the net. It was absolutely humiliating. O'Connor, that's a good ball to the halfway line. Lee, good vision, finds McLean. Wrexham have worked those little triangles so well. Lee again, lovely switch to Mendy on the right. His first touch of the game. Driving at his man, McLaughlin, who's also just come on. Goes on the outside, beats him, pulls it back, and it's intercepted well. Poor pass out from Rido. And Wrexham win it back again. That's good work on the right-hand sides by Evans. Wrexham feed it on. Nice layoff to Mendy. Big one Jones it was again. Mendy now by the corner flag. Little tempted step over. Left-footed cross. It's a good one. Good defensive play. Headed up in the air. Lands on the roof of the net corner. Flint had to step in there. It was a great cross. Yeah, both substitutes, both substitutes getting involved. Luke Young as well in that. Great ball in by Jacob Mendy. But in the end, good header away. Real blow losing Cannon in those circumstances. But... Mansfield are having a great spell. Wrexham after the restart are on the front foot. So a small advantage from the stoppage at least as McLean ambles across at the corner flag, signals, spots the ball up. O'Connor's on the line. Crowd of players around the penalty spot. Swept to the near post, headed away firmly. And now Young feeds it back carefully to Mendy. Mendy takes a good positive first touch, chips it towards the edge of the area. Nice idea. Bullen can't get to it. scrap for the second ball. And it's a good piece of work by Maris to get there. Long ball forwards and a good stretch by initially by Bowery. Wrexham clear. But Mansfield will come back again now. Ball down the flank is a good one. Oaks has got three players attacking the box. He decides to take on O'Connor. Goes on the outside, drills it in. Brilliant interception on the edge of the six-yard box by Young on the stretch. Cleared towards Mullen, doesn't find him. 
Wrexham will have to sit on again. Bowery playing as an attacking right back now, as he has for much of the season. As the ball is switched to McLaughlin, Maris now in midfield. Wrexham again just holding that line about 10 yards out from the halfway and a miscontrol by Bowery. The wetness of the pitch means he can still challenge for it. Oh, McLean gives it away cheaply. Think about being trying to kick it against Bowery. He didn't achieve that. Now Keeler Dunn threads a nice little pass inside. Lewis, right-hand side, sweeps on a nasty cross. Well, wasn't that nasty? O'Conco read it comfortably. And again, he's not going to deliver early because we need to dig in here. Yeah, Rex, so happy to take the time again. Take the sting out of it. Mentioned the pitch down this side. I saw Jarvo mention it on Rasrexham as well. If this game goes on with Mansfield losing, they might be inclined to bring the ball down here. Yeah. To be honest, I think it suits both teams just to get to the opposite flank because the ball's not behaving no. and you can create mistakes that go either way. And we have played balls turning the defenders that we profited from as a long kick by a concourse heading out for a throw to Wrexham. 16 minutes left. There's a good chunk of added time after Cannon's injury. McLean with the ball in his hands. has got Lee offering. Throws down the line instead. Doesn't get enough on it. Bowery intercepts. Digs out a good pass, but it's difficult for Lewis to control. He and Lee are battling, and Lee brilliantly drags over the ball, beats two men, feeds it across into space. James Jones and Mendy are there on the right flank, and Mansfield managed to shuffle across and cut things down. Mendy was tempted by a big switch to James McLean. I think he was right not to take it on. If he got that wrong, Wrexham could have been opened up. And then Jones, lovely turn, ball down the line. The ball's not sticking as much on that side of the pitch, and Mendy, therefore, isn't helped by the conditions, and it's a good piece of cover play by Brunt. Ball backwards to Brunt, who takes a bit of a risk, taking on Mullen, gets away with it, and slashes the ball over the top. Far too much on that. Oconco wanted to roll for a goal kick, perhaps. Instead, he has to pick her up. Bowls it out to O'Connor. Connor drives forwards. Dolby's getting down the flank into that second hole position. It's played over the top of him towards Mullen. Brunt, good interception, but he's put it out of play. Mullen again applauds the idea of the pass over the top. And it's going to be... McLean taking it. Yeah, we're not using the toes to throw. The only one time he threw it, he took it short, didn't he? Yeah, it's too far wet, too wet. Far too wet for him to make an impact on it. McLean taking a long time over this. Throws it into Lee. Inside then to Young. Wrexham shifting the ball quickly across the pitch. Jones onto Mendy on the right flank. Jones doesn't make an overlapping run this time. He receives it in midfield. And Wrexham again just controlling possession and pulling Mansfield out. Back all the way in the end to Oconquo. Oconquo sets himself. Dolby's asking for it. Instead, he plays a short pass to Toza and then drills it. But again, he's put it on Flint's head. Mullen will jump with him, but can't do anything to put him off. Young climbs and heads it forwards. Unfortunate deflection off Lee. But now McLean stood up to Bowery. And in the end, though, he overcommitted and the ball's put in behind him. Keel done poor touch. Well read by O'Connor, who glides into midfield. Mullen. Lays it off, McLean can play this over the top, and he does look at Dolby, doesn't get it right though. Flint's header into midfield, is an odd one, and Young is driving forwards now. He feeds it for Dolby, he's put too much on that. I thought he was going to just take another touch out to get out from his feet and, and launch it, to be honest, but... Well, it was a nice idea. Yeah, we don't see him shooting from those positions quite as much as we did in the early parts yeah. of his Wrexham career. I think had the strikers been the other way around, Paul Mullin might have been able to run on something like that, but not Sam Dolby. As well, for Young, I mean, it's West. The ball's probably sticking under his feet a little, and he's thinking, will I be able to get the ball out to hit it? Anyway, here comes Mansfield now. Down the left-hand side. Cross comes in. Important header clear again by Toza. And then a wild long-range shot by Reed Ends up high up in the stands behind the goal. And it's a big stand. 
you know, there's no mean feat. Wrexham happy again, another long range shot comes to nothing. Yeah, exactly that. It was a dangerous moment just as the ball dropped from Bentos' header. Big gaps between Wrexham's front line and the midfield at Mansfield. We've got plenty of players in. In the end, just a waste to hit it like that. Absolutely. There have been a couple of situations like that where they're getting bodies forwards. They've got options to get around the size of the centre-backs and they're not really using it. They just lose their head and have a bit of a launch. Oconquo launches it long. That's a good header by Brunt to beat Dolby. McLean gets to it first and his back heel could have gone wrong there. Just had enough on it to find O'Connor. Nice dink by Toza. McLean dummies it beautifully. Lee now has got McLean breaking down the line. Uses him as a dummy. Cuts inside. Dolby wanted it. Instead, he tries to cream it over the top. What a ball. Mendy now around the back of the defence. Takes on his man. Gets into the box. Dinks it in. It's gone out. He hit the side net. It's gone out already. There was a case, maybe he got fouled outside the box, but yeah, he carried on, and fair enough, it's a goal kick. Yeah, it impeded more than fouled, I think, and it was just enough to throw him off his run into the penalty area. Ben Parker's backing me up on my uh, idea of substitutions. Uh, sorry, um, players getting fouled and then us getting an extra substitution as McLaughlin lifts over the top. That's a nice idea. Just too much on it to keep his toes waits for Congo to come and does brilliantly when he doesn't. Turns out of trouble and the ball is clear to Mendy. Heavy touch by him. He fouls his man. Ref gives this. I thought he might play advantage there. That was a scary little moment between Toza and Congo, wasn't it? Yeah, Toza wanted Arthur Congo to come out, but in the end, he was fully in control of that ball. He's done well to make the best of yeah. it. So, free kick to Mansfield in midfield. They will put this into the box. And Wrexham will need to dig in here. It'll be Wrexham holding a line outside the penalty area. The ball swept in. O'Connor gets it partly away. Lee feeds it over the top where Mullen typically is chasing. Can he get something out of it? Yes, he dispossesses Brunt. He's got support behind him. Back heels it to McLean. Return pass towards Mullen who stretches. Oh, unlucky. He actually managed to bring it down and it didn't quite sit in his path. Really unlucky there, Mullen. Brilliant improvisation. Yeah, fantastic. Harrying in the defence again by Paul Mullen. You can see what James McLean was trying to do. That little dink reverse ball in then. In the end, it's just not come off, unfortunately. Yeah, really unlucky. So, Wrexham looking to build. I was saying Mansfield from the back once more. And Wrexham knowing that, well, we're 11 minutes plus added time from what would be a terrific result. As the ball is driven over the top. Toza. Underneath it as well to judge that and get it away. Lee can't quite bring it down. It was smashed at him. And now here comes Mansfield once more. Neat little ball to the feet of Keeler Dunn. He lays it off. Helped on wide by Reed. And then an early ball down the flank. Allows a chance for a cross to come in, perhaps. But it's instead Wrexham keeping their shape on the edge of the area. It's inside to Keeler Dunn and then worked out. And Bowie's got space here, 25 yards out. This time he doesn't have a slash at goal. And it's picked up instead by Lewis. He drives in the shot. Toza heads it away as Conco is diving for it. Long range shot for Bowery then is blocked brilliantly by Lee. Brought down nicely by Dolby, who dropped off to help. And a great ball over the top for Mullen to chase. Can he keep it in? The damp pitch helps him. And he does. Now he's got no real support. He's cutting in. He's got a play in far both sides. A shot. And Pim just about gets down and manages to deal with that. Wow. That was another promising moment on the break for Wrexham. And straight away, no time to take a breath. Because here come Mansfield in the other direction. Wow, this is a, a proper, proper cup tie. 
Yeah, fantastic ball over the top, wasn't it, by mm. Dolby? Long ball over the top by Mansfield and Conquo. Takes control and lets it run out for the goal kick. Good work that. Wrexham are going to make a double change. Palmer wouldn't solve this parish and not going down that well. Will replace Dolby. Jordan Davis is there as well. And well, the obvious change there, I guess, would be Elliot Lee. Yeah, exactly that. Elliot Lee coming off as well. Just before then, Dolby's ball over the top, using the conditions well to just loft on over behind, over the defence of Paul Mullen to run onto. He's cut inside well, and Christy Pym, it was a comfortable save, probably quite close to his body. But again, it was one of those chances that it could have been pushed into the middle where Sam Dolby was racing through, asking for a rebound. Yeah. Now fresh legs to Wrexham, Ollie Palmer, not popular around here, as you've said. 